0: So you know that thing about how uh, Joe Biden wants to go after domestic extremists and bring the war on terror home? Well, apparently, according to at least one new document, that includes, well, anarchist violent extremists is the way they put it. But then they go on to describe anti-capitalist and other groups like that. And uh, well, they didn't say Antifa, but they said Antifa, you know what I mean? So I wonder if this is just like a glorious backfire for all these morons who thought voting for Joe Biden was the right thing to do. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of the Antifa on the ground throwing bricks through windows don't like Joe Biden. But how many socialist influencers who support Antifa were also being like, we must vote for Joe Biden. It's the best thing we can do. Well, enjoy your long term prison sentence because you vote for the guy who's going to lock you up. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. Donald Trump couldn't do it either, so maybe nothing will actually happen. And I wonder, based on what we've already seen with these DAs cutting certain groups loose, the list also includes people who are pro-life. So maybe they're just like, see, Uh see, we're going after Antifa, and now we're going to arrest you because you're a violent, dangerous, right-wing extremist. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, we'll we'll talk about that, but we got a couple people hanging out. As, as as you may have noticed, Seamus is talking.
1: I'm Seamus, and here for our special White Boy Summer edition of Timcast. I am uh, White Claw Coglin here with Four Loco <laughs> Luke.
0: I'm not um, a White Boy, so you don't get to play that game with y- me. Yes, you are. You absolutely you are, are. Yeah. What, you? Nope. All
1: right. Well, Everyone's then we've got, we have got you're going to be Bud Light Beanie, but we got Lil <laughs> Liddy over here. <laughs> I don't even drink. That's so true, but, see, but it's still white boy summer, and it's like I don't know it's More means. of a what metaphorical framework. I don't know either, but it sounds fun. <laughs> you're, you're, you're it's the only thing to deal with you're, like you're, white you're. people that hasn't been scathing over the past <laughs> couple years. So like I'm, I'm happy to participate. <laughs> There's only Luke one way to is a out. person
0: of color. That's true. Right. I am mixed Hold race. On.
1: Hold on. I'm Irish. How, how are no, Slavs you're not. people you're, of you're color? Uh, Slavs? Slavs are where does the word
2: Slav come from? Slave. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, the Irish weren't treated much better. You Let's are a blessing me right now.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Hold
3: on. Look at those d- Don't d- get d- d- those
0: cards. <laughs> you guys are colonizers. I'm not giving you my
3: card. <laughs> I'm not going <gonna> <laughs> to listen You're not this. taking it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, All right. No, well, I'm no. already
1: offended. I am Seamus. I just wanted to chime in on the back of what you were saying before we introduce everyone else and say, I think that they're going to... They are going to enforce this uh, anti-terrorism legislation about as fairly as they have enforced all of the laws related to rioting over the past year.
0: Yep. Won't it be fun when uh, Trump wins in 2024 and then this these this this legislation and policy is in place and then Trump's like, frankly, I didn't want to go after Antifa, but now I'm going to, and you're under arrest.
2: I have to. Well, the statist sword usually cuts both ways. It seems like almost everyone's on the list. So welcome pro-life people, pro-choice people, anarchist, animal rights, environmentalist, whoever it may be. Well, welcome to the ever-expanding list of, uh, that the, the government doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. uh, howdy, my name is Luke, and I actually will be doing outdoor firearm survival training courses in Probably two weeks. If you want to find out more about that, definitely sign up on my free email list on wearechange.org. On the right top-hand corner, sign up there. It costs you nothing. And if you want to find out about all the crazy events I'm doing, that's the best way to do Do it. And I also personally want to thank Chris, Carmel's mom, Bianca, Matt, Nirvana, awesome human beings that I was staying with randomly all throughout the united states throughout my last road trip and sincerely thank you guys for letting me crash in your parking lots uh they were fans of the show and they would appreciate a shout out so i can't thank you guys enough for letting me crash in your parking lot oh, that's cool awesome so yeah. my
4: carpet bagging coast luke i'm very excited <laughs> for white boy summer tim is absolutely invited and he's 100 yeah. percent part of it whether he wants nope. to be or not sorry Tim, you're there we need sorry, a skin chart no choice we, <laughs> we do skin yeah color chart. it doesn't matter what color you are white boy summer is for you and that's I'm excited right for it
0: thank you lydia I was just Beautiful. thinking, like, I'm imagining a future where Joe Biden is sitting on a throne atop a pile of skulls, but he's, like, half asleep and he's drooling from his mouth. He's, like, like he a, already Because he's, like, you know, 89 years old. Is that him. that
1: different from what's currently happening, though? I'm just,
0: I just mean, like, you know, Luke was mentioning how he's going after every single group. Yeah. Like, pro-choice, pro-life. You yeah. know, anti-animal rights yeah. guy. A patriot and not a patriot. It's like, you hate the country, you love the country, okay? Yeah. Like, he's just going to arrest everybody and then just be sitting there, like, half asleep, drooling on himself.
2: We're all going to be in the gulags. It's
0: fine, guys. Uh, it's
2: it's going to be okay. Yeah. I, I'm,
0: I, I'm just waiting. I, I wonder if it's like a game of uh, uh, like, w- what would you call this? The cops are all, it's like a Mexican standoff where they're just hoping they're the last cop to arrest the last cop <laughs> under Biden's policies <laughs> oh because gosh. they're terrorists. And it's like there's two cops left and Biden's like, he throws handcuffs in the middle between them and he goes, <laughs> arrest him. And then they're like, Ugh. it's like me or you. And then the cops are trying to arrest each other. And Biden watches them wrestle. Anyway, we'll talk about that <laughs> anyway go to timcast.com become a member and you will get access to exclusive members only segments from the Tim Arrow podcast but you will also be supporting our fierce new newsroom we've got some more people joining in the next couple of weeks as you know Cassandra Fairbanks has been taking the t- taking the charge and getting us started the new website's launching in a few weeks and with your support as members we're going to make this thing big I think dude. you know ten years will be bigger than uh, CNN and Fox and all of them. Networks and uh, uh, we'll have uh, good news, fact like I mean, like well done news with fact checkers and honesty and all that stuff. Right? We'll,
2: we'll be in the number one channel in the FEMA camps, guaranteed.
0: That's
1: right. And isn't it amazing that this all came from an Bene- idea under- that I pitched to Tim when I first met him? <laughs> I was like Tim, I was like, you know, what you should do Tim tunes <laughs> I was like, let's make let's make Tim Castunes do a big thing. And Tim was like, all right, good work, I like, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's jump over to this first story and let's, uh, we're just chilling. It's Friday, so we're just having a it's good right. time. I was having a good time until I saw this tweet from Ford Fisher. He says, oh. Joe Biden's new anti-terror initiative classifies anarchist violent extremists that oppose all forms of capitalism, corporate globalization, and governing institutions which are perceived as harmful to society as domestic violent extremists. Bravo, friends! You've done this to yourself. Here's what it says. I see categories for of domestic violent extremists. Now, of course, you can see right here, it's kind of small. It says anti anarchist, violent extremists. I read that. That's basically Antifa. I know they didn't say Antifa, but they said Antifa, but check this out. Racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists. Animal rights and environmental violent extremists. Abortion related violent extremists and that says pro-life or pro-choice so every wow.
1: abortion doctor I yeah hope. Uh, they're not going to enforce it that way obviously anti-government
0: anti-authority extremists. violent extremists mm. and all other domestic terror threats you know what i love about how stupid this is it's like he just they, they they pulled a random word out of a hat and then added violent extremists to it like what what would be the difference like why wouldn't they just add like um uh, a cheese, connoisseur, violent extremists Yeah, well
1: no, here's the thing, it's a classic tactic You make everybody a criminal so that you can selectively prosecute the people who you actually don't like yeah. But claim that the law is yeah. impartial
2: Well to be fair, we were criticizing the federal government on using very vague, generalized language mm-hmm. This is very descriptive language, but it also involves almost everyone yeah, <laughs> involved exactly. in politics yes. and, and the list goes on and on It's even beyond what, what, what even Ford tweeted about Because again, there's animal rights activists, environmentalists uh, anarchists that oppose capitalism and globalization, pro-life groups, pro-choice groups. I mean, you have this huge window that, of course, could be interpreted in so many different ways, attached to so many different things. And this is, again, a part of a larger federal government initiative that will be using tens of millions of tax dollars yep. working with social media companies in order to track, database, spy, indict, and prosecute people who they deem as, quote, Perceived as harmful to society, yeah. and when you use that kind of language, you could use that language in so many different ways against yep. so many my, different people. My, exactly, Michael, it's insane.
0: Michael Bloomberg said that large sodas were harmful to society,
2: and that yeah. we should be allowed to buy them. And now I
0: there's have, people running to be mayors of, of of mayor of New York City that are actually running on that campaign. This, you know, this reminds me of. Yeah. Imagine just Joe Biden's like standing there and they're like, and there's a journalist, like, so, so, uh, Mr. President, your new domestic terror, uh, uh, uh initiative, will, what kind of groups will you be going after? Will you be going after anarchists? He's like, oh, yes, absolutely, right to jail. And, and what about pro, <laughs> pro life groups, right? <laughs> believe it or not, jail. And pro choice groups? Oh, right to jail. Yeah. Like, like, pro life, pro choice, anarchists, anti corporate, anti globalists, yeah, like, all of them, just, just shuffle them all into the jail. All to jail. Yeah, oh. undercooked chicken, right to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Overcooked, believe it or not, jail. <laughs> That's where we're. That's where we're at. Uh, I hope you enjoy the future, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.
2: Yeah, welcome to well, the, the domestic, violent <laughs> extremist list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it's all hunky dory. But yeah,
0: I'm just gonna stew in this for a minute. <laughs> no. Is that? Are we were really
1: letting it sink in, audience? We're just gonna sit here and be quiet. We really want. I to mean, that's it.
0: Like it's basically saying everybody.
1: But I know. But again, I really. Th- I, it's not going to be everyone. They're going to selectively enforce it. Oh, you know. It's going to be whoever's th- a threat to the regime. You know
0: it. Which is not going to be antifa because Absolutely. they use the adjective Exactly.
1: Exactly. The is the, the militant arm of the Democratic Party.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like
1: they don't agree with the Democratic Party on everything but there's a reason people like Kamala Harris and Normie establishment Democrats bail them out of prison. Right,
0: right, right. It's because they're really dumb. And mm-hmm. it's like uh, uh, here, here's how you got you got to imagine antifa. There's like some 17-year-old standing around hunched over picking their nose mm-hmm. and then they're like this is stupid. Everyone's stupid. You're stupid. And the Democrats come up and they're like, hey, look, he's stupid. You're right. He is stupid. And then they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go, go, put on a black mask and throw a brick. Yeah, I'm going to put on a black mask and throw a brick. Mm-hmm. And that's Antifa.
1: Yeah, so this is kind of a classic tactic, though. Antifa doesn't have to be completely in line with the Democratic Party. The analogy, and I saw this somewhere, not about Antifa, but just this sort of uh, a joke about the way extremist groups work. You have some guy asking for $5, just give me $5 for no reason. And then a guy with a knife saying, give me $10 or I'll cut you up. Like, okay, they don't agree on the amount. The Democratic Party is not as far to the left as Antifa is, but it's clear that they make the Democratic Party seem less insane by comparison, and they help them achieve their goals because they frighten people into being subservient.
0: I I, I don't I don't really agree I, because the media doesn't talk about Antifa. Hmm. Like people don't know about what they do. You know, I, they, I, they no, go people around burning know about things.
1: what they do, but the media doesn't condemn them, and I think that sends an even stronger message. Everyone knows yeah, these people right, are out right. there vandalizing and hurting people, and the only time anyone makes news is when they defend themselves against them.
0: Unless unless you're a cult member, mm-hmm. like there there are a lot of people I know who are just like antifa doesn't exist and i'm like well, here's a here's an an article joe biden's one of them like here's an a video idea, of a guy yeah. throwing a brick through the window that's not real did,
1: did you see that idea what? throwing a brick through a window that's that was amazing that
0: idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who just don't uh uh I, it, it's creepy man I, I know people personal friends of mine who i'm just like how did they get to this point where they're like insane yeah. they, they're not do you, what, what was that thing? i think luke you posted it maybe you maybe you didn't it said. um People who uh, don't agree with, like, uh, gender critical gender theory have a warped sense of reality according to new study oh, yeah. or something. I post a lot of uh, pink uh, news. memes out there. Pink yeah. news. <laughs> uh, a warped pink sense things. of reality. It's like... It's rejection. You, you, you turn on, you turn on CNN, you know? I, I love it. I love this. They were... Uh, CNN's complaining today because uh, Joe Rogan called out Brian Stelter. And then someone, like, Brian Stelter retweeted someone saying... You know, the the entire right wing propaganda machine is coming down on you. You know, you must be doing something right or whatever. And I'm, I'm looking at that because I'm like, I'm like, Brian, the right wing propaganda machine. Like, dude, you're you're not the resistance. Like, you're the empire. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're Goliath. You work yes. for CNN. You're not the little guy You are the villain. Also, Joe You've Rogan. always been. Joe Rogan
1: being the right-wing propaganda mm-hmm. machine is hilarious to me. I believe – And I've it was Kyle this. Kalinske. It was Joe really? Rogan and Kyle Kalinske yeah. talking about uh, this. That's hilarious. Yeah, the right-wing propaganda machine. Kyle but Kalinske and Joe Rogan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. When I first – so when I first started college, my the first class I ever took at community college – I want to say this was 2013 – my professor was a left wing guy by the standards at that time, and he was recommending Joe Rogan to me. And I was like, oh, this is probably left wing nonsense. But I tuned in anyway, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I you know, I respected that professor as well. So I, I decided to take his advice. And it's just funny to me how maybe three or four years after that, I was hearing about how like Joe Rogan was this far right conservative bigot, even though initially my show had been, rec- his show had been recommended to me by left wing people.
0: It's amazing. I mean, if that's the, if that's the ideology that is driving this Joe Biden initiative. They can say anarchist extremists all they want, mm-hmm. but I, I, I thought about this, you know, like the far left thinks anyone to the right of Stalin is far yes. right. Yes. C- can you go lefter than far left? Hmm. Like, what, what They're happens? Trying. I think you can make a full circle. Exactly. Hold on. In, in terms it's of like e- Pac-Man, dude. In <laughs> terms of economics, you've got communism, total command economy, totally centralized yeah. and controlled, and then on the right, you have totally decentralized and competitive, Right. Well, so, I
1: guess that's sort of the authoritarian libertarian, right? But I guess if you no, go no, no, far no, no. to the, the right, you the, end up with a lot of control. The, the
0: economic right mm-hmm. is decentralization, it's laissez faire. Absolutely. Yeah. And the economic left is centralization. Okay, and control. yes. Yeah. So on the, on the political spectrum, left is communist, right is capitalist. What if you're like on the furthest left where you're a total communist? Like, is there another. Because, like, if, if these people think they're centrists, no joke. Like, they post a meme. Oh, I know. Where it's like Bernie Sanders is in the middle. And then it's like, to the left of him is nothing, and I'm like, bro, you can't be lefter than that. Like, Mm -hmm. you're a socialist. You believe the economy should be under command authority. Like,
1: yeah. I don't know where you go after that. Yeah, well, I, it's funny because I remember people calling but, but Obama but the, a moderate.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, it already is. It's already centralized with the Federal yes. Reserve. Yes, yeah. yes. Helping the big banks make sure that they never lose, make sure that they get to keep their profits. We're already in a very centralized economy that they've won. CNN is yes. in power. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the institutions have been all taken over. The cultural institutions have all been taken over. Every aspect of people's existence is down dominated by this, except for the Supreme Court. And there's even arguments to make that that has been compromised by a lot of establishment elites. And we have to understand what's happening here. I mean, we also have to see this from this window that you know, Joe Biden's is not really calling the shots there. If there ever was an argument that there was men in the shadows really running things, it's Joe Biden being able to speak for himself. Mm-hmm. When you see Joe Biden <laughs> speak for himself, that is the biggest case you can make, that there's a shadowy group of special interests behind the scenes that are really calling the shots. And what are they doing? They're passing these very vast... Definitions of their new anti-terrorism initiatives. They're trying to disarm people, and they're trying to take away more of their money with this latest death tax proposal, which would absolutely destroy the middle class and and fail people from even inheriting property in the future in most American cities. You, so, yeah, so no. when you have all of that in, in combined together, you're like, wait, 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 hold on, the, the, the walls are closing in here. It's see,
1: interesting. We did a video on this for the Foundation for Economic Education, and death taxes and inheritance taxes actually increase income inequality because the exactly. middle class and lower class inherit yep. more of their wealth, a larger percentage of it, than the upper class yeah. do. Businesses,
2: right. uh, people's houses, whenever farms, they get passed down to them, farms, part of it. They, they can't keep them because they have a huge tax burden which yep. is which is put on them by Did the you, state. Uh, and now Br- Biden wants, not Biden, the, the special interests behind Biden want to increase that tax burden.
0: Do you see yep. when Biden was speaking and he accidentally said Libya three times out of Syria? Yeah. Yes, in 90 just, seconds. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking how funny would it be if like... It's you know Biden's in the in the oval office and then like someone runs in like the door swing like barges open and he runs in and he's sweating and his tie is undone and he slams a folder on the table and he goes Mr. President it's Syria with weapons of mass destruction we must act now before it's too late <laughs> and then Biden goes oh, and he picks up the red phone and he goes fire the missiles at Libya
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the missiles go flying at
0: Libya and no, then go, fire, and then, fire at Libya li- you know the thing okay. no fire at, fire at Libya Libya and then lib- and the ICBMs go out and then that one guy goes, sir, did you mean Syria? And then the, the spokesperson goes, he did mean Syria. Mm. And then the missiles blow up and wipe out Libya, <laughs> sparking World War Three. Uh. Why did America blow up Libya? And it's like, Biden's Nobody like, oh. And Biden's like, oh, I meant to do that. Uh, oh, I said Syria. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, you know what I meant? You pushed <laughs> the wrong button. What are you doing? What are you doing? And like. Libya gets wiped out, then France gets mad because a bunch of French soldiers were there, and then World War Three, and, you know, that's, well,
2: that's... Libya's already pretty wiped out because of Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Also very heard. true, yeah. Yes, yeah. so that is that's you true. You know, that's where they have human slavery that was brought to you by the first black president of the United yeah. States that literally hey. did it Let's through regime change <laughs> <Yep>. and financed <laughs> radical terrorist groups in the region that now have a complete control grid on the immigration that is going through Africa into Europe uh, with human traffickers now being emboldened and Guys. enriched more than ever before.
0: Guys, this... Yep. this C- the civil totally war uh, a stable country. The civil war has already started. We found the
1: best. So wait,
0: okay. is the civil war or is it World War Three? What are we is doing? It's a civil today? war. Look, look at this video. Uh-huh. Let me see. Portland Proud Boys chant F Antifa, pepper spraying, paintball guns using riot today in Oregon. The city as clash continues. Oh jeez, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, the entire Portland police uh, riot squad resigned, and now in Oregon City, which is you know not too far, uh, you know people are fighting with each other. This might be good news, actually, because if Antifa actually riots in Portland tonight, which they're planning on doing, there's literally nothing stopping them from doing anything. Like, this is it. The people in Portland, the Antifa Portland people, just got carte blanche. The cops were like, yo, we out. It's all yours. They won. There it is. They won.
2: You know, one thing I, I like about uh, Oregon is that they have laws where if people want to fight each other, they could fight each other without police intervening. You know, I don't I don't understand why people can't just solve their differences that way. And, I, and they have been. Yeah, they, they right. have been in some ways. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad thing.
1: Do you remember when politicians just used to duel? Yep. I mean, I guess we don't remember. But reading about it in history class, like, yeah, they used to just shoot at each other. And you know why? I'm, I'm not necessarily advocating for that, but that's insane. And now we're like two people can't get into a it. The,
0: the younger generation was progressive and opposed the barbaric you know they just didn't have good aim tim no for real that's what it was the the, the younger generation thought it was was (laughs) they knew they'd get eviscerated (laughs) and so they wanted to eliminate uh dueling and they did i believe now you're not allowed to duel yeah that's crazy man think about that how much more
1: is the left going to take from us
0: no no what what, what i was thinking about is like how willy-nilly people were with their lives like how like yeah i'll enter mortal combat with you what? and I, might die. I wonder
1: did they take their lives li- and granted i agree that that's an insane thing to do and people should not do that but part of it is they just took their principles unbelievably seriously they were willing to die for these things
0: yeah like people died all the time back then i just like up oh, guess i'll die yeah it's like up oh, stub my toe oh i'm dying yeah got an infection tooth infection well and we don't realize it.
1: yes one of the most common causes of death you like die in your 30s of a toothache and so Mm. we look at the world back then and can't understand it but this is what's unprecedented
0: these videos are just so stupid like i don't even know what's going on at this point just let portland eat itself why why are why are portland proud Boys going and fighting with antifa what is this like what's the point you know what i mean like if antifa wants to go and destroy their own city like okay you gotta leave man I don't know. The cops you are think gone. The,
1: so, do you think these proud boys live there and are? They do live
0: there. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess I guess the issue uh, here is th- this is exactly what we've been predicting for some time, and uh, the cops back away and say we're not going to do this anymore. Yep. And then locals form counter groups to fight with Ant- fight against Antifa because they're destroying the city, and then you end up with two factions fighting for control or in some way control of the streets. And there you go. It's it's only a matter of time before it escalates. So what is the
4: end result of this? This Is this actual civil war where these individual private factions go to war with each other? Is this what it looks like? Because this is like actual in the streets brawling over... I mean, Proud Boys fighting with Antifa? That sounds like yeah. A, that sounds Until like it gets to I mean, b- me, it, I,
1: I think also it depends on who is the winner or the loser. Mm-hmm. I think if 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 Antifa gets an edge, we kind of don't talk about it as much. But if the Proud Boys get the edge, then there's a whole investigation and they're thrown in federal prison and labeled terrorists, probably.
0: What's yeah, that right? that'll likely happen here too. The Portland, but, but with the Portland, right? Uh, so this is Oregon City. It's not Portland. <laughs> but. I want, I wonder if, you know, how many years, it's, uh, it's. it's been several years of this ongoing escalating violence, and this is certainly not the biggest of it. Yeah. So maybe it just plateaus, and people are just like, dude, I'm so sick of watching videos of you throwing a rock at some guy. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, you're not doing anything. With the cops not being in Portland, it might get crazy, because what if someone comes out with a gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Antifa yeah, exactly. or otherwise? We saw it happen last time with that one guy who got shot and killed.
2: Yeah. Well, we've seen police stand out many times and not do their job, especially in Berkeley, just ignore riots, yeah. ignore utter violence, and let things kind of play out under the orders of, uh, police captains who were like, well, you know, we don't want to interfere here. And, and many times, especially during, um, you know, last summer, there was a lot of violence and a lot of police officers and police, Chiefs that were told to stand down and they stood down. So, yep. this is not going to be something new. This has happened before. Uh, Portland is one of the few places where you actually see, uh, you know, some of these conflicts happen and they get pretty crazy. And even then, you just see kind of cops standing by, just like that cop in Atlanta a few days ago that was there for a drive-by shooting and just decided to watch. Mm. Uh, um, bro, I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, it's if it so were,
0: insane. If, if it were me right now, especially, I'd just be sitting there like on my phone and people would be like, oh, they're rioting. I'd be like, oh, really? Again.
1: I don't, yeah. she got a new it's, high
0: score on Word Crossy.
1: It's, it's, it's depressing with the police standing down, but also it's not even something limited to riots. Like, we saw that happen during the Parkland shooting, and the police just waited outside. It's totally yeah. yeah. Didn't he, like, run away? Hurt. Yeah.
0: He got in trouble for that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah,
2: they were literally not trying to do their job as horrible things were happening that we can't yeah. even mention on this YouTube channel. And, yeah, those are the people protecting and serving.
1: Also, well, then the Supreme Court has said, too, that the police don't have a responsibility to protect you, which is why people need to... Get better themselves. defending themselves. Yeah. A, Luke a has something that. to
2: plug there, but no, it's true. No, it's not even to people. plug there. I mean, one of my friends was one of the people that made that case very public. Joe Lizzito. Interesting. If you look yeah. up, we are changed. Joe Lazito, He stopped a serial uh murderer who was on the loose, who was wow. killing people with a butcher knife. He got stabbed in the head, fought yeah. a guy, brought him down, took him down as police officers what? were standing by with their guns, with their batons. Two of them watching the whole thing. Oh wow. my! Then goodness. when they disarmed him. Uh, then when... Sorry, sorry, sorry. When Joe disarmed this crazy serial uh, killer who almost killed him, yeah. finally took him down, finally threw the knife away, then the cops intervened, handcuffed uh, the murderer, and then waited for backup as Joe was bleeding out, almost died. He woke up the next day in the hospital, and the scumbag mayor is congratulating these police officers for stopping a serial killer, oh saying that Joe was a victim when Joe was the one who brought him down. Joe sued... And then this was brought to uh, a very important court case that went up the ladder. And the court ruled that the NYPD has no legal duty to protect its citizens. Yeah. And if they watch someone being stabbed, even though that they have batons, even though they have guns, they could just sit there and watch people get stabbed uh, and die. Okay. And they could legally do that uh, through the Joe Lizito case. Yeah. It's a fascinating That's story. Insane. The scars that Joe Lizito still has on his face. He got stabbed with a butcher knife. In his face, on his head, Mm -hmm. all in his shoulders. Dude, it was this close to losing his life. It's a blessing that this man's alive. He's a hero. He's a badass guy. And he, he attributes watching UFC videos... To learning the takedown of it's this guy with the, with the butcher knife, and Dana White took him out uh, to a lot of the UFC shows. I think he's still wow. on Joel Lizito uh, on Twitter. But if you want to see the video, it's a very powerful video, and you should share it because people need a reality wake up call, especially the blue, you know, the back to blue guys who are like, hey, you gotta protect police <laughs> 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 the police officers. What did the cops do wrong? Uh, with Joel Lizzito? Yeah, yeah, what did they do wrong? they took credit for something that they never did
0: that's fair that's they, fair they they
2: lied uh, about like- what happened and then they also waited instead of waited for backup when they had a when they had a suspect already in handcuffs they waited for more backup I- instead of calling EMS and and moving the subway cart that they were keeping in the middle of the tracks to to the subway tracks. So so again, people need to wake up to the reality that at, at the end of the day, they're responsible for themselves. No one else will, and that's why being uh, able to defend yourself, being able to have tools to defend yourself, is something that every citizen should have, no matter what.
0: So this is what I'm wondering: like, what what could the cops have done? Like a takedown on the guy, like the same way Joe did. You see,
2: yeah, yeah, takedown or, or baton him or or try to g- grab a hold of the hand with the butcher knife. I mean, there's two guys. I, I, and you grab the hand at least, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to say because a lot of people panic and, and I don't want to make too much judgment calls, especially when it comes to, uh, PTSD moments yeah. where people are in mm-hmm. shock. Because people react differently during those situations. And even when people act one way in one particular situation, that's, that's high, that has high intensity, they act totally different during a different one. And you never know how someone's gonna react in those situations, but at least don't lie about it. At least don't take sure. credit, credit for it. I, at least don't do that. But, but if you're a police officer, you have to be trained to be ready in those kind of situations. Uh, I don't mean take out a gun and shoot, but if you have less lethal munitions, if you have ways of using a baton, I mean, at least that would be a lot helpful than just watching uh, we're we're,
0: we're well we're well past yeah. the point where cops are are, are an obli- are obligated no. to do anything for anybody i yeah. mean with that with that case with the supreme court with black lives matter at this point i wouldn't be surprised if there's like a dude dragging a woman by the hair, she screams help and the cop goes run and the cop runs away.
2: Yeah, I, I literally have it on video. Cops running the other way when a woman was screaming in panic in the middle of the streets of San Francisco. Uh, Fox News was also recording last summer during the BLM riots when people were just going from store to store to store. Police officers just standing twiddling their thumbs, watching everything unfold, not deciding to intervene as stores and people's livelihoods were being taken right in front of them. Uh, so so seeing stuff like that should definitely make people understand that. That, hey, at the end of the day, you're responsible for yourself. If People are trying to disarm you like they are in New York City where we're seeing huge, atrocious crime. We saw an 82-year-old punched in the face, robbed of his cane. We saw a woman and child caught in a crossfire when a madman was trying to shoot and kill someone just yesterday. I mean, the levels of violence that are happening in New York City where people are left... Uh, undefended, where people are left vulnerable because of these stupid, idiotic rules and laws that leave them defenseless, is just absolutely mind-boggling.
0: Crime is going through the roof. Crops are, cops are under attack. This is why they're resigning. And so at this point, I'm kind of just like, I don't blame them. I don't. I you know. I I, yeah, I don't. I, now we we can talk about years ago when the cops weren't intervening. But I mean, even the subway. Like, what do they do? They shoot a guy. What if they hit somebody? We saw what happened when when that disgruntled employee came out of the Empire State Building and the cops shot at them and missed <laughs> and hit like seven bystanders. That's because
2: They're, they get really crappy training. Yeah, and they were literally true. literally not yep. even aiming, and they and and you know they couldn't even shoot one guy. And then I remember the story when it first came out: mass shooting event. Um, I think, I forgot the exact numbers, but I think it was like a dozen people shot and wounded. Seven, I think. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was a big number, and they couldn't even get the suspect. (laughs) Like,
0: what are you doing? Yeah, apparently he didn't Uh, get shot. Yeah! It was a bunch of random people. Random people got
2: shot, and I'm like, there needs to be. At least, minimally, an overhaul in training. I mean, there's so many police videos where they don't even know how to, how to properly take someone down. At least do a little bit it, of jujitsu. At least, like, learn how to use a, a firearm. At least understand the consequences and the bullet velocity and understand how far it will go when you shoot it through things. At least know when to use it, when not to use it. And, and that type of training is hard. I've been doing it last summer. I'm going to be doing it again in, in, in a few weeks myself. Uh, it's not easy. But but it's something that if you entrust someone with that authority, when you disarm everyone else like it it's something that people should be taking seriously. I, I got not. a
0: question about this though like who who's who are the people who say back the blue like they don't live in cities right well, it depends there's there's
2: a lot of people uh who voice their message and also. Duplicitously, also fly the Constitution flag or the "Don't Tread on Me" no, flag. No, I, I love. There's a meme where yeah.
0: someone's truck had Molon Labe yep. and then it also had the, the thin blue line or whatever. Yeah, you can't have. And both. people were like, the, "You're yeah. you're you're defending the people who are literally going to homes and seizing guns from other people." Yeah. Or doing
2: no knock raids on red flag laws, just like they did but uh, I, Duncan Lamp.
0: I, these police departments that are all screwed up are the Democrat run ones. You know what I mean? Like people aren't complaining about rural Idaho. Yeah. They're complaining about New York. I mean everyone and has everyone has their complaints, but obviously
2: in bigger, high density areas there's gonna be more people complaining. Uh, obviously, there's going to be more police officers. Obviously, there's going to be more rooms for error, especially with a larger population compared to smaller populations where those situations do happen. Asset forfeiture does happen. People do get robbed. Uh, it, it happens. There's 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 violations of, of the Constitution that do happen. and And, and it happens far and wide.
0: We got this story. Did you guys see this story? Uh, liberal Washington Square Park residents say they are afraid of asking for more cops because they don't want to be viewed as less progressive. Oh as boy. Professor claims, complaints over noisy park raves are targeting young people of color. Oh, that last part. Y'all can just shut up. But could you imagine being that much of like a loser that you're like, I'm going to keep living in the city that's being ravaged by crime and murders and it's lawless and people are partying. And then, uh, you know, yep, snitches. I'm not going to leave them. Now, I'm not going to leave or ask for more cops because I don't want people to know.
1: And the Twitter mob will come after you, say you're not progressive enough if you call the cops.
0: D- have you guys ever read or watched The Stand, the Stephen King thing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. there's no, So there's, no. there's, the, the Stand is a new show on Paramount, and uh, it's about a plague that wipes out all of humanity. And then people start having dreams where there's like a guy and a woman, and it's like, uh, what's his name? Alexander Skarsgård or Whoopi Goldberg. And they're like, come to this place and join me. And it's basically like the devil and God. And this is really fascinating, and it does relate to this. Uh, Bear with me.
3: These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684 or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker.
0: Because I'm watching it now, I think I'm on like episode six or something, and the devil sets up his post-apocalyptic world in Las Vegas where it's all sorts of just, like, uh, debauchery and lewd, lascivious behavior. People have jobs. You know, they make the city work. There's electricity and there's food. But for the most part, they're all just drinking and getting drunk and doing drugs. Debauchery. And they're, like, there's, like, a scene where it shows a bunch of people having, like, a massive orgy just, like, in, in this main floor. That's the devil advocating for that. Mm-hmm. And then, like... The place where God is calling people—it's like wholesome, community-oriented, sunny and happy. Boulder, Colorado, and smiles and howdy neighbor. And there's, let's be real. And it's like I just thought it was interesting that when Stephen King wrote this, the idea of Vegas was evil. The idea of these parties in the streets were wrong, and the orgies and all that stuff was like wrong and sinful and you know debauchery. And now it's funny because what's happening in New York is like, I'm not going to say it's exactly the same as the stand, but there is, there's a funny little thing there. Like, you know, this, this pandemic hits and then all the, all the, you know, politics, everything is disrupted. Now you've got these raves happening in the park and no one will speak up because they're all scared. And like, there it is. Like, this the decay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's true that historically people have engaged in a lot of the same behavior that we see today. There's nothing new under the sun. So when you're talking about Vegas being viewed as evil, Typically, people would do those things, but they also were ashamed of it. They recognized that it was wrong, and they didn't really seek to normalize it as often. But then people had to normalize it, and now that it's normalized, it's actually being promoted as a virtue. If you're against it, you're one of the bad guys.
0: Well, that's what's, what's strange about it. It's certainly what's happening on the ground, like in Washington Square Park. And in many places where, like, that, look, that that toddler twerking in Times Square. That's so disgusting. Right, right. Like, it's like, wow. I mean, man. And the, ca- the up, crowd was cheering it on. Yeah, I know. The entire crowd. It's insane. Uh. And this is like, I'm just, I, like, it's the, okay, I'm not a religious person, but it's like, you watch The Stand, and it's literally the devil who's encouraging all of that stuff. You know what I mean? And then this video goes viral of a, a toddler. She's, what, like, four years old? And that's happening in Times Square. So, like. You got people who moved to the cities after the pandemic, and they're certainly playing it up like they're hanging out with the, uh, the devil. And then you've got people moving out to the country being responsible for themselves, being more self-sufficient. Not polluting. Well, and this is know?
1: also part of what the founders were saying when they were discussing the fact that for the constitution or any limited government system to work, you have to have a populace with virtue. Do you think the people who are cheering on a two year old twerking are really going to be good at governing themselves? Do you think those people, <laughs> people make good decisions? Do you think they behave morally? Absolutely. Did you guys
0: right. did you guys see the Orlando Bloom thing?
1: Yes. No. No. Oh Katie Perrin, Orlando
0: Bloom and they're like old And they, like, run into a room and they're like, quick, we have to make it work. And then it's like, uh, there's like a a year, it's like 2050, and then it winds back to 2021. It's like broadcasting in 2021. And then, like, everyone's TVs get taken over and their phones get taken over, which makes literally no sense. But and then they're like, you've got to stop the Republicans, their voting laws. They took away our right to vote. And oh, no, they're coming for us. Now we have no voice. And it's like, you must pass the Democrats voter reform bill or whatever. The first funny thing about it is, like, you don't broadcast to phones that way. That was, like, the stupidest thing ever. Like, someone looks at their phone, and their phone just gets taken over. Like, I guess that could work with, like, Trump's new text messaging thing. Exactly. Where it's like... (laughs) Don't have
1: Facebook hack your phone.
0: Zuckerberg will find some way to work that in. I guess it's possible to do it through these back doors and stuff like that. But just, like, the idea that the Republicans who are ending the emergency provisions and returning the voting laws back to normal is evil and, like, going to create a dystopian future... Man, these people are lunatics.
1: Absolutely. No disagreement there. It, and this is sort of what I was getting at, it, it gets to the point where people become so vicious that they're literally blinded from seeing reality. So classically it was understood that what intelligence was, was the ability to see the world for what it is and act on it. And that's not necessarily your processing power, not your long-term or short-term memory, but how clearly you saw the world. And people also understood that the more vicious you were, the more interested you were in pursuing pleasure, and therefore the less interested you were in pursuing truth. So you can't expect these people to come up with ideas that are solid for running a democratic system or any kind of a system when they can't even govern their own lives virtuously
0: i got a i got a solution what is it what we'll do is we will build a very large beautiful glass bridge called the unity bridge okay okay and what we'll do is we'll encourage all of those who believe in anti-racism and these ideas to come together to stand atop this bridge holding hands Uh and then just to prove that we agree with them and support their ideology in terms of the architecture for a payload uh, of this bridge, will 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 calculate two plus two as equaling five. Yes,
1: ah, then I as love they very stand, diverse, at, the diversity as, bridge, right?
0: Yes. And then as they stand <laughs> atop it, I'm sure everything will be fine using yes. those calculations. I yeah. love it. Let's and do then, it, and then you know and we'll leave. That's
1: they right. should just have to live by those rules, or, like, yeah, or no, whatever system of mathematics you want to develop. Work. Well, do we'll that. do this.
0: We'll take Elon's rocket. We'll put them all in, you know, as a big sign of uh, solidarity, and then we'll go in the computer and change all the the, the software. And, and, uh, we'll, we'll take all instances of two plus two to four <laughs> and change it to five and then see how the rocket performs. So,
4: so is Wouldn't this it an extension? Is th- this, is this an extension of Marsism? I'm just curious. Is this send them yeah, all Yeah, this Mars? is two
0: plus two equals five-ism. <laughs> if you believe it that much, how about you put your money where your mouth is? That's
2: yeah. right. Yeah. When oh, we well. look at New York City, we see a, we see a, a city that was one of the most prominent, one of the most beautiful, one of the most authentic, one of the most grassroots cities out yeah, there in the, the no United, United States. Used to be. When Get out of here. used to be, when had elements of We're it. We're asking
1: for a date, Luke. Listen <laughs> Come here. <on>. Listen here. <laughs> I'm not skirting around no. now. Listen here.
2: Listen. <laughs> it used to be something that used to represent authenticity. But it has been absolutely destroyed by big government. And whether it was Giuliani, whether it was Bloomberg, whether it was Dinkins, whether it was de Blasio, they have absolutely ruined it. Why? Because they started to intervene, take over all the small businesses that were able to succeed there, no longer could succeed. It's only mass corporations. People are being fleeced more and more of their wealth is being taken away. They were locked up more than any other place in the country. And that's why now... They're partying, they're having crazy raves in Washington Square, and some of the people who don't want to rave, who are annoyed, who are acting like, you know, some would say Karens, they're like, hey, I- I'm paying almost more than half of my income to be protected and served, and I'm not being protected and served or at served. all. Yeah. And, then, and, and I think everyone, even the ravers and even the Karens out there, they're waking up like, hey, mate, this was a really bad idea. No, the the, the ravers don't have money. uh,
0: So what happens is the business owners, the homeowners, the property owners are paying. Meanwhile, the people who are broke are just marching and partying through the streets and just trashing and smashing. Who would want to live there?
1: Well, exactly. What happens is the incentive structure becomes misaligned. And so people who don't see into the future and aren't responsible move into these cities. And the people who are actually responsible and take care of themselves and, frankly, do everything for everyone else, leave and the entire thing collapses.
0: Like to uh, Galt's Gulch? Oh. Is that what's happening? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the reference.
1: Really? No.
0: Who is John Galt? Oh, John Galt. Galt's <laughs> Galt. Stolf, yes, of course. Ayn <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. That was really I better for <laughs> 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 I like it My favorite now. book. Atlas uh, Shrugged. Yeah, all uh, the people who produce leave. Yes. No, and true. And then civilization just, tr- yeah. just
1: crumbles.
2: I'm very happy I left there. I was barely there even before that because I was traveling all around. But but I'm so much happier. Uh, I, there's not just taxes that you save them, but so much stress. The environment is so much better outside. And, and just life in general is, is worth living when you're not always smelling soiled milk, mm-hmm. where there's not cockroaches, milk. where there's not rats, where there's not people, you know, that just throw garbage all over the street. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I go back, you know, sporadically sometimes and it's horrifying. Like I was conditioned to live here. Like right. this is a crap hole that, that is filled with junkies. There's garbage everywhere. I, I mean, the, the services that the city provides are absolutely insane and it's only going to get worse as there's eight, an estimated 8,000 people being held up that are homeless in midtown hotels that are about to be released because the city is about to stop paying these hotels to house eight thousand homeless people and the city also announced a 2.5 million program that will be handed out and giving out homeless people a thousand two hundred fifty dollars each if they are black latinx or lgbtq if you're asian or white and you're homeless you don't qualify for this program and you won't be paid to be homeless essentially what people are arguing
0: well, we can't so afford not to
1: do that <laughs>
0: you're at south park with the homeless people yes yes that's like what's going to happen it's gonna be like people, you know, they're gonna be walking outside and it's gonna be, it's gonna be people everywhere. What, you know what, you know what really, oh man, it really, you know not really grinds my gears? Let me Gravel hear it. Institute. Oh my gosh. They tweeted, like, for every homeless person, there's 30 empty homes. Oh yeah, whatever. we've talked about this. And I'm so like, stupid. So immature. Uh, these guys who run this are probably, like, they're in their early twenties. Yeah. They have no concept of economics. It's just like some dude sitting there, like, we talk about it all the time. Some little kid going like, capitalism is so stupid. Like, If you have an empty house and, like, a homeless person, just put the person in the house. And then the adult in the room was like, and who will pay for the maintenance of that building and the bills and the water and fix damage and prevent fires and make sure the building doesn't fall down on the man and... What happens? Well, what will he eat? Where will he sleep? What do you do? You put him in a building? Do you buy him clothes? Do you get him furniture? Do you get him a job? What does he eat? What do you do? You, you No. That argument is sweeping people under the rug so that these uppity liberals in New York don't have, don't have to look at these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scumbags. Yeah. Well, they're in yeah, hotels the, right now.
1: The problem with homelessness is not the fact that there is a lack of housing or that these people don't have places to stay. Often it's an issue with addiction or serious mental illness problems. And I think that's horrible. I believe we need to do everything we can with private charity. And even if private charity isn't capable of handling it, than some kind of social safety net outside of the private charity maybe something well. government funded though i'm very reluctant i would say this though it's clear that it's not as if these people are all just thrown out of their houses I, and it also goes to show that i think a lot of people on the left just don't talk to homeless people or poor people one of the first things a homeless person will tell me when i speak with them and this is a very common theme especially among homeless men which most homeless people are is don't do drugs don't mess around with alcohol almost all the time and they'll tell me that they screwed their lives up with this not always but it's a pretty common theme and so my heart goes out to them i think we need to do what we can as a society to help those people but it's clearly not an issue of these people just not accessing housing it's that they have serious problems where they cannot take care of themselves in many instances and just putting them in an empty house doesn't solve Hmm. that
2: well, another thing we have to really calculate here is the rise of the mental health crisis, which has been not only exacerbated, but keeps dramatically increasing by the year. Mm. If you look at the levels of anxiety, depression, self-harm, yeah. psychological disorders, all of them are up dramatically, and they continue to go up, and there's nothing that that is helping uh, the number of cases, the number of mentally ill people going down. It's only a trajectory that, that has... Been going up and will continue to go up, and with that, will become more problems. That I I don't know. Private charity, I don't think will help solve the problem. I think that's you know that's that's very optimistic thinking to say the least. I'm certainly not Uh, saying that we're
1: going to eliminate. How can we ever?
2: How can we deal with this problem? I mean, it's also very hard because how do you help you know someone who is not well in the head? Obviously, if someone is well meaning and, and has a string of bad luck, I mean, obviously. You know, family members and and communities and neighborhoods, if someone is a good person, should go out there and help them. Yes. Not always do they, but they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also not always do the people who are going through problems want to be helped. Or so very that true. help that's will very actually true. cause more damage and problems yep. for them. And there's also that aspect of it. So this is a problem that you can't have a one definitive solution for. But I. But one of the definitive conclusions is that whenever the government intervenes, it makes the problem that much worse. And that's exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah almost always what i would say is mostly agree with all that these problems have to be solved on a very very local level and you sort of hint at that when you talk about all these cases being different almost at the level of the individual is how it has to be approached but small communities have to be doing what they can to take care of the homeless that are there or try to solve that issue this isn't something that could even conceivably be handled on the federal level or probably even the state level a lot of you're homeless just people too, want to be too you're too removed there's a certain contingency for sure
0: uh, i would say that in my experience almost every single homeless person i encounter chose to be homeless
1: yep I, th- that's not been my experience i worked for
0: a homeless shelter yeah. a work of them so and when the vans would come pull up to a homeless person and say you have an option you have several options mm-hmm. we can give you supplies mm-hmm. we can bring you to a temporary shelter or we can apply for a long-term shelter and find you work you know what they would say no yeah
1: that's very that's sad it. that's, that's it. very sad almost
0: every single time the van would come back empty they just don't want to they don't want to go to the shelter yeah and sometimes I- they would go in for a shower. For a night and just leave and never come back, mm-hmm. or you know, come back once a month for a quick cleanup, which is, I guess, is just, it's still a good thing. It's, it's good the, the shelters are providing that, but uh, the overwhelming majority, like in 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 my experience, it was almost every single instance. Yeah,
1: I mean, no. I've, I've definitely known homeless people who were seeking shelter, but I don't, I don't doubt that that was your experience at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, and that's what really bothers me about the the modern left that we have, and and maybe this is always the case. It's because you've got the exploitative class. Which is, you know, the Democrats. They see how stupid and naive and ignorant people can be. They target those who are the least, least experienced. Like they want 16 year olds to vote. Why? Because 16 year olds have no grasp of history. Yep. A 16 year old doesn't remember the, the more, the banking crisis. A 16 year old today is gonna be like, I have no idea what happened in 2008. You know? It's well, like, okay, it, well, you were a little, you were barely alive at that point. You were, you know, only a couple years old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have no idea. Then the Democrats who are in their 80s, can propose insane things to extract value and and, and continue to destroy and erode this country. It's just the stupidest thing in the world. These are are people who, and with all due respect, 16-year-olds, hey, could be very smart, don't have the experience, but don't have the memory because they weren't alive. Like when we talk with these leftists who are in their 20s, they're like, I don't remember Occupy Wall Street. I was 10. It's like, okay, well, that's really important context for what's happening. If you want to understand how we got Donald Trump, you got to go back to 2008. If you don't even remember Occupy Wall Street, then you don't remember you, you don't remember the economic crisis. Mm-hmm. Then I'm sorry, man. Like you are out of this conversation. Yeah. The problem is these people are part of the political process and they have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. But let me let me tell well, you what I, they can do. I, can, I,
1: can I can I just throw something about voting? Once upon a time in this country, you had to be 21 to vote. And early on in our history, you were out taking care of yourself by the time you were 16. Yeah. So you had several years of life experience before you were ever able to vote. And now kids still aren't ready to live life and provide for themselves by the time they're 18 and they're voting. And people want to walk that back to 16. It's completely insane.
0: We have a very serious problem right now. And I'm going to uh, offend YouTube's delicate sensibilities, <sighs> oh, but whatever. Tim,
1: Let's don't do, do that. From
0: pinknews.co.uk, they say, majority who oppose trans rights and Black Lives Matter movement have warped sense of reality, <laughs> according to <laughs> science.
4: Oh, science. It's not according to
0: science. That's isn't. hilarious. The, the, the first, the first lie. I mean, the title itself is a lie, but it's not according to science. It was just a survey. Mm. What they did was they asked people whether they supported trans rights or Black Lives Matter. Oh, then they asked them basic fact basic fact questions. They found that those who dis, who, who did not support these movements had a, 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 a incorrectly answered the basic fact questions about crime statistics and things like that. Mm. Okay, that's not. That's not, I, I would argue that's not necessarily science to do a survey and ask no. questions. But the more, more importantly, the reason is, you thinking that CNN is real facts, <laughs> it could be that you have the warped sense of reality, and because you believe crackpot BS, you think they have a warped sense of reality. Therein lies the big, big conundrum. But hey, guess what? I can actually break it down one step further for you and show us the, the extent of this true problem. Please. Zach Goldberg tweeted this, April 11th, oh, yeah. 2020.
3: With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash Carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson.
0: In this image, has a doctor or other healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition? The percent of very conservatives who, 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 who said, yes, they had a mental health condition. What do you think the number is? How many very conservatives, non-white and white, answered yes to having a mental health condition? I
1: know that it is lower than the number of people on the left who answered yes. I guarantee it. It is
0: 14.8 for non-white and white. Among conservative, just regular conservatives, 11.2% of white conservatives say that they have been told by a doctor they have a mental health condition. Very liberal white people, 38%. Uh, White liberals, 26%. White moderates, 195 Holy moly. Now, some argue it's because liberals are more likely to go to the doctor in the first place. Why? Because
1: they have issues. Boom.
0: Exactly, exactly. But they'll say, like, (laughs) well, no, it's because they all have issues, but only liberals are willing to accept them. And it's Uh like... No, only liberals are willing to force you to accept their issues. So here's the problem. They create articles where they say, you're crazy. You're the crazy one. That's Believe what, what CNN says or you're wrong and you have a warped sense of reality. You know the differences between boys and girls. You're insane. Mm-hmm. You see what I tweeted? Something's wrong with your mind. I tweeted a screenshot from the Wikipedia page for a woman. Yep. And yes, And
1: I, I responded very indignantly. And someone some called me a
0: fascist. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even comment on it. I just took a screenshot of it. For all you know, I was critical of it. Nope, they were like, this is fascism. Anyway. Well, Tim, it is. Uh, that's, let, that's let, me, let me just, that's like, just a make it break it stuff. down. Here's what's happening in this country. It's not left versus right. It's not authoritarian versus libertarian. It's not nationalist versus uh, globalist. It's healthy and mentally ill. You <laughs> think I'm kidding? <laughs> I've, no. got, I've got the data right here. Show, show the data again. Put it up. Let's play 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 a game. There you go. Take it up with Zach Goldberg. <laughs> Pew American Trends Panel. The further left you go, the more instances you find of mental illness. Now. The left might say, but you're missing a ton of context. Oh, well, we're not going to make assumptions about what the study says. Like your pink news study just says that people who don't support your movement have a warped sense of reality. Okay. They're also less likely to be mentally ill in the first place.
1: Well, and it's so ironic because all they do is project. Dissent has been utterly pathologized by these, by these people. If you don't agree with them, you are transphobic, homophobic, Islamophobic. You have some kind of phobia. There's something wrong with your brain. You suffer from a mental illness because you don't bend the knee.
0: I'm going to tell people they're freedom phobic. Freedom phobic. What Yeah. There's something wrong with your head. Was there a word for like fear of independence? I'm sure, probably. Well, remember fear of of, of personal responsibility. Progressivism,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're already there. Tim, I can't believe you said you're such a fascist. An adult human female Mm -hmm. is a woman. A woman is an adult human female, and that's actually so. The the foundational thinkers of fascism said that. Like that's what Mussolini said. Fascism is saying boys and girls are different, and the more (laughs) different boys and girls are, the fascistier
0: it is. Somebody, somebody was like. Just like Tim Poole, not to show you the full context. <laughs> and then <laughs> took a screenshot of under it where it says a trans woman is a person assigned male at birth who identifies as female. And then I responded. I was like, are you saying trans women aren't women? Ooh, like, because he what? took an entirely separate segment that said trans women.
1: I mean, I'm saying that.
0: The point is, when the left comes out and says trans women are women, it creates a a a, 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 a recursive loop on Wikipedia. Yep. So if you go to woman and it's an adult human female. And then you go to trans woman, and it says uh, a trans woman is a woman. And you click woman. It says an adult human female. They, they contradict each other. So I'm not, I'm not saying this as judgment or, or in any way disrespect anybody. I'm just saying it is a recursive loop on Wikipedia where they just refer to each other with no clear definition. Yeah. A so it, it, it system can't support itself, man. If so- there's no logic – and there's no uh, uh, structure by which we understand information. Eventually, people just stare at the wall confused.
1: Well, that's exactly it. And this is why I've said many times that progressivism is just a word we give to social decay. All that they can do is deconstruct. So they'll look at how male and female are defined, and they'll attempt to pick that apart by find some, finding some exception to the rule or saying this person doesn't feel as if they fit in with your definition subjectively. But when you ask them to define what a woman is, they do not have a definition. It's, well, someone, someone who feels like a woman. Okay, no. what
0: does that mean? Someone tried today. It it kind of went viral. They were like, you still haven't defined woman. And the person said, well, it's the person who takes the stereotypical passive role in reproductive acts or something like that. And it's like – It's a really bad definition. That's not a definition at all. There are a bunch of guys who like doing submissive stuff or whatever. Or whatever. There are a bunch of women who, like, abuse dudes.
1: Does that define them as female? Oh, this is crazy, though. I just got this idea. Tim, what if because sex is named after literal sexual intercourse, we divided people on the basis of the role they play in that act and whether they can be impregnated Perfect. or impregnate somebody? What well, if we it's, did that?
0: That's smart. Well, see, the problem is it's like uh, uh, that, that cartoon you made about gender not existing because some people fall outside of the mm-hmm. typical definition. Like but those a, a, people a, a,
1: don't create a new role.
0: Uh, right, right, right. Like a postmenopausal woman, they say, "Oh well, you know, some women can't have kids because they're postmenopausal. Are they not women anymore?" And it's like, dude. No. We should, we, should, like we should... I'm
2: sorry, go ahead, finish your thought. No, no,
0: it's just like, it's all they're doing is arguing semantics. Mm-hmm.
2: We, we should uh, d- divulge more into how crazy people are, because we could just say they're crazy, but I think understanding why they're crazy is also going to be very important here, because if you look at... Fluoride. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, not, Alex Jones. I have a theory. And uh, I actually uh, really uh, re- want okay, to get into this. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, re- I really want to talk about this, because I think it's worth mentioning, because a lot of people fall for these traps. They don't know that they're falling for it, and a lot of them are victims of it, and, and don't even realize it but a lot of people who are mentally ill are usually in a constant fear state because of the mainstream media their diet literally alters their brain chemistry especially with sugars and processed chemicals a lot of the work that people do is sedentary they don't work they don't exercise a lot of social media feeds on the ego feeds on the narcissism a lot of the people stay out of nature and they're not harmoniously physically uh you know together they're, they're on top of each other, literally bumping into each other, going crazy with, with anger and frustration because of little space to eat, actually move around freely. And when you look at all those factors, you see, you know, the ingredients list that creates the crazy and most of those ingredients are made in urban environments in big cities where people are squashed together with their energies and they're all affecting each other one by one by one in this huge cycle so i so i think you know that's my list that's what i think really contributes to the mental health crisis which is increasing dramatically what do you guys think is a part of that
1: so i think those are all fantastic points and i have two different um ideas i want to sort of move off on here. So first of all, what you're describing with these general mental health issues, people who are actually diagnosed, over the past 70 years, and I would say this really occurred probably maybe most prominently in the 1970s, you had this Foucault deinstitutionalization movement. So today, there are fewer people, not even adjusting for population size, in mental institutions than there were in the 1970s. We just don't commit people anymore. So I think that's one huge part of the problem. But I want to speak even more broadly just about people not being able to recognize reality. I think those are all fantastic reasons why someone would develop a serious pathology. But I'm going to stick to what I was saying earlier. And I think it also pretty lines up pretty well with what you're saying that people have been conditioned by a society with no interest in promoting virtue to always take the path of least resistance, and the path of least resistance does not get you to the truth, and the ability to be sane is simply to see the world for what it is. The less truthful your understanding of the world is, the crazier you are. Yeah. And so if you Two people, plus two equals five. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if I am told two plus two equals five, and I'm in a room, and I don't know if the people in the room agree with me or disagree with me, I am more or less likely to stand up and advocate for the truth depending upon how often I see say no to myself, and do things that are uncomfortable. And if I'm not comfortable enough to stick up for the truth, I'm going to stop believing in it, and that's a fact. Because, can't take credit for this, I I don't remember which bishop said this, but you either live what you believe, or you believe what you live.
0: Mm. Amen. feels like we're adrift in a sailboat. You know, the conservatives want to pull the sail, and they can't control the wind, but they can direct their sails and guide us to a specific location and the left just wants to drop the sails sit back and just say oh hmm. when you look at uh modern leftism
1: i think they want to tear the ship apart
0: yeah 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 absolutely they they don't like that the ship is is uh uh, uh the people on the ship are eating the fish as they go it's not fair the ship, the ship is making them crazy
1: the principles that said 2 plus 2 they're drinking more. the salt yeah.
0: water bro yeah yeah they're drinking the salt water i don't have any lemons <laughs> we keep telling them not to do it and they've lost it already they're yeah, dehydrated and they're really. going insane I wonder. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, looking at the Zach Goldberg data, what you see is there's a question. Does being in the left make you mentally ill or does the left just attract the mentally the ill? Latter. It's
1: a vicious cycle. I think the left attracts people who can't see the world very clearly for what it is, and sometimes it takes advantage of people who are very well-meaning, want to help those beneath them, and have been lied to and convinced that the only way to help those beneath them is to bind a left-wing ideology. But once you're in it, the way they deconstruct the world as it exists with their nominalist philosophy, which essentially posits that everything in the world is essentially meaningless and only humans put labels on things, then you can move anything around in whatever direction you want so that it suits your particular fancies instead of having to contend with reality for what it is.
2: To shorten what you said, is being in a city (laughs) makes you mentally ill, which (laughs) makes you a statist. Uh, (laughs) Is is that correct? I think there's a lot of truth
1: in that. Yeah, that's certainly one way of articulating it. I'll put it this
0: way. Um, When we talk about Jonathan Haidt and the moral uh, Moral Foundations Research, Conservatives have all six moral foundations fairly evenly, evenly mm-hmm. distributed. That seems, that seems fairly well rounded. Uh, liberals only have care and fairness; they the disregard everything else. And libertarians have none but liberty. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's really my yeah, favorite. It, it's like it, I guess in their research, they were they were like getting to a point where someone had no moral foundations and they were confused, and then they realized they were missing one of the foundations: yeah. liberty. And, and, and they, so they and they
2: them. also understand that mental health is an inside job that no one else is going to be responsible for their mental health mm-hmm. but them themselves, and people Fair need to what? work at it every single True. day. like Mental health is not something that's guaranteed to you. There's a lot of things literally vying to make you unstable, to make you crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so many foods that brought, that yes. alter your, your brain chemistry. Pornography alters yes. your brain chemistry Thank in you. so many negative ways yep. as well. Uh, there, there's so many negative aspects that are, are attacking your consciousness that it's truly almost a job that you have to do as much as you can to fight for your mental sanity and health in this larger sick society that's being perpetrated by a lot of these multinational corporations that are thriving and benefiting off of it. Amen.
0: You know know, know what it reminds me of? Well, go ahead. I just want to
1: jump on top of what you just said. It was interesting to me how you mentioned pornography right after mentioning food because this has been a connection theologians have made, including the great Thomas Aquinas, that people's inability to control their appetite with respect to food often... Um, often results in them being unable to control their sexual appetites. And we see that the pursuit of pleasure in these ways particularly makes people a lot less reasonable. And it makes sense because your sexuality is... The part of yourself that really interacts with others in the most productive possible way. It's what you create human beings with. And it's also one of the most intimate parts about yourself. And people who want to claim that your sexuality isn't intimate and that this is a puritanical view will out themselves when you question their sexual lifestyle choices and they freak out at you because they know it is intimate. They know it is personal. And so when people make the most intimate personal part of themselves directed specifically towards pleasure rather than the good rather than doing what's reasonable all of their other actions follow suit
0: short-term versus long-term exactly you know this reminds me of you know why women in brazil have big butts
1: i what why is yeah.
0: that you know that like right right luke you know that brazilian women have big booties um, yes you, you know <laughs> i did know that i've, I've did you know many that, trips
2: to brazil i had a lot of
0: fun you didn't know that i've like, never what? heard this before yeah Yeah. Uh, so it's true uh women in brazil tend to have very very big butts yes, you know why indeed. Because they live on the top of hills in what? the favelas. So the women, when they're going home, they have to climb up hills and their legs ah, and butts get cardio. really strong. And their upper bodies are, remain small because you don't use your arms to, cl- to walk up a hill. And uh, I remember I had a friend in Brazil who was telling me how they were installing cable cars so that they could help modernize the favelas. And he was like, man, they are putting our, our most prominent export at risk. No. No. <laughs> but anyway, no, no, I bring this up because this, the, 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 the shape of the terrain Created something specific to the culture of Brazil. Right. Hmm. And so when you are talking about how your mind is shaped, you, I, I think about it this way. Imagine if you knew somebody who only worked out their left forearm, not their, not their biceps, just the forearm. It was the only thing they worked Popeye? out. And then one day you, you see them and they have this massive, like massive left forearm. And you're like, uh, what about the rest of you? Like, you'd think they had cancer or something. You'd be like, your arm is really swollen. Oh, it's muscle. And you're like, but nowhere else on your body? What I mean is, your brain is very much the same way, but it can be developed in an infinite number of ways. Yeah. Your muscles can grow, can shrink, you can strengthen them, you can, you can, you know, tune them up, you can do uh, aerobic, anaerobic, you can increase stamina or strength, but your brain can develop in a bunch of different ways. So if you're exercising the same thing over and over and over again in your brain, or a society's terrain is driving you towards mental illness, you are strengthening the mental illness every day. Yeah. You engage yes. in that behavior. Yes. A-
2: another example of this is that you're a representation of the five closest people you always hang out with. Or, mm-hmm. you know, in, in more layman's terms, you become who you're around. If you're in New York City and you're a bunch uh, around a whole bunch of crazy, schizophrenic, mm-hmm. insane people, you're going to slowly be affected by that energetically, at least on some micro level. And, and literally, it leads you to uh, a trail that, that eventually leads you there if you're around it long enough.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're surrounded by people who are always going to validate you and your choices instead of challenging you to grow, of course you're going to devolve into very serious mental illness or at least a deep inability to see the world for what it is. This is
0: what happens when you take a handful of people. Let's say you take five people and there's no clear leader. What will happen is they'll all follow each other. Mm. It creates a whirlpool effect where they one-up each other over and over and over again, where one person says something dumb, the other person validates it, the next person validates them, and then and they keep doing that. And then what happens is... You can think of it mathematically. The first person yells out one. The next person yells out two. The next person yells out three. And then it keeps going around until they're in the millions, right? Yeah. But that, that, that works with like hatred. Someone, the first person says, man, I don't like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The next person says, yeah, Trump is the worst. The next person says, Trump is like worse than, like way worse than anybody else. Then someone says, yeah, Trump is worse than Hitler. And it just keeps going. That's what the media's been doing. There's no leader to stop and say, dude, shut up mm-hmm. and stop the cycle and just shut it down. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. then people lose their minds. And that's what we're seeing. You know what? I want to, I want to, I want to show you guys this story. Yeah, we'll
2: please. talk about Oh story. yeah, I'm excited. Uh, before we move on, uh, we quantified some of the problems. Should we talk about some of the solutions? Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to give a real world example absolutely. first. Okay. Let's do an ahead. example. Yeah,
0: yeah. So this, uh, this segment is for all of you to show your friends and family yes, members. Very useful. To, s- to tell them that this segment is for, for you to show your friends and family members to explain to them how the media was lying to them how the scientists were lying to them and why. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many of these uh, situations you've experienced, you've had someone tell you you're wrong. The media is not lying. You're a right-wing conspiracy Every theorist.
1: Day. You're a media phobe.
0: So we have this story from The Hill. Fear of link to Trump motivated experts' skepticism of lab leak theory, scientist says. Quote, at the time, it was scarier to be associated with Trump and to become a tool for racists so people didn't want to publicly call for an investigation into lab origins. Mm-hmm. There you go. Show this with, Show this to your friends and family. Ask them to look up the story. It was on NBC. It's on the Hill. It's mainstream media. All throughout last year when they were saying trust the science. The scientists were like, well, you know, we didn't actually investigate because nobody wanted to agree with Trump. And that's where you spent your entire year. There you go. Because... You want to, You want to talk about not having a view of reality, of having a, a warped view of reality. I'm sorry, it's it's the Democrats, it's the left. Now of course I understand new Democrat viewer, you're scoffing and saying, I saw all that QAnon stuff. We're not QAnon people here. No no one here is about QAnon. No one here is, is, is talking about election fraud or anything like that. No, we're talking about the mainstream media lying and objective reality. And while you can point the finger at someone else, it's about time you look in the mirror and recognize the media has been lying to you. And while we're all certainly concerned with the fringe conspiracy theorists on the right, they don't work for Fox News or MSNBC. Oh, but you say, what about Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson lost 2 million viewers for criticizing Sidney Powell. So sure, been there, dealt with. Now what's happening? MSNBC is screaming Russia again. Even after that ended, it's over. It's gone. It wasn't true. They are admitting to you, a Harvard scientist, that they did not investigate the COVID origins because they did not want to help Donald Trump. Andrew Cuomo of New York murdered 15,000 elderly people. He was warned putting sick people in these nursing homes would kill them. Heaven forbid, though. He actually put the patients in the Javits Center or the Mercy Medical Vessel. That would have actually made Trump look good. It's time to start realizing what's going on with a media that hates you.
1: Well, and I think this is a perfect example of how people who simply lack virtue aren't necessarily mustache twirling evil villains can get people killed.
2: Yeah. Well, they thrived off of human suffering and, most importantly, benefited off of the human suffering that they caused by obfuscating the true origins. Because if we knew the true origins, scientists, epidemiologists, virologists could have had a better handle of this, could have had a better understanding of this, and could have dealt with this in a situation that didn't have to involve so much obfuscation of the truth. And when you have so much murky waters surrounding this, when you have so much... Actual data and studies being fudged here for the benefit of more suffering—you really start to have to ask yourself, what, what in the world is going on here? And, and of course, something sinister, something that isn't in the benefit of the. the people of america the people of the world something that has been used exploited by uh, and, and 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 yeah i, I want to be careful here in what i say because there's a lot of things i want to express that i know i'll, I'll automatically <laughs> uh get this channel yeah. in trouble i don't want to get this channel in trouble but I, I have so much more to say and it's difficult to try to navigate these these landscapes because the control grid of, of which this 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 benefiting off of suffering still is at play and it's preventing me from even talking about other things here that, that could potentially help people, but, but I can't even bring them up because yeah, you'll it. still get punished.
1: Well, and it's interesting, too, because what happened to the scientists who actually stood up and said that this could be a biological weapon, that it probably was, that it was manufactured through gain-of-function research, they were all labeled conspiracy theorists.
0: We still don't know for sure. No, we don't know for sure. But, but the also fact is, it's on the table. when they were telling you it wasn't true, they never even bothered to check. And yes,
1: okay. that's exactly it. And I, I mentioned this last time I was on the show. But Sir Francis Boyle, who authored the American implementation of the Biological Weapons um, Convention himself. And, and by the way, this was passed as the Anti-Biological Weapons Terrorism Act of 1989. It was passed unanimously. And he, who defined what is illegal bioweapons research, said at the beginning of 2020, in March, that COVID was a biological weapon that was released from a laboratory. This was his claim. That was
0: his his claim. Yeah, that yeah. was his
1: claim. The person who authored the legislation on what constitutes a bioweapon. And he's written off as a conspiracy theorist. And his Wikipedia page still says he's a conspiracy theorist for believing this, even though it's now on the table for discussion. And Well, bioweapon is are something well
0: beyond what anyone's actually claiming.
1: Well, no, because what they're saying is it could have been developed through gain-of-function research. And according to the legislation legislation that he wrote for the United States America, classify, gain yeah. of America, gain-of-function research, is the manufacturing of biological weapons, even yes. if you don't claim that's your intention. Exactly, and
2: there's there's a lot of uh, scientists who have came out and said the only real benefit of gain-of-function is to create a bioweapon because there's no other scientific breakthroughs that happen here. Well, there's, uh, there's the theory of, of of what Dr. Fauci says. No, we need to study to see how this... But there's no way these viruses would naturally happen with the with the experimenting that they're doing. It's impossible, uh, 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 hold on. according to many we, scientific experts.
0: Sure, we don't know know that for sure what we know right now is that early on they felt many of the scientists even fauci's own uh analysts we had reached out to that certain things that appeared in COVID could not occur in nature however i don't know how we definitively prove it beyond a reasonable doubt because we're not the sure. virologists yeah we're not you've got conflicting you, you've got conflicting research i can tell you this i do not want to have an argument about whether it's true or not i do not want to have an argument about why i would believe one guy over another guy other than to say They are admitting they will not, for political reasons, actually be honest with you. If that's the case, then I'm just not going to trust what the media says about it. And haven't
2: been honest with you through severe consequences. That's another aspect here that we need to add, which, which uh, again, is absolutely awful. and, And the implications here are huge.
1: Yeah, so just remember, when you hear that convenient little phrase, trust the science, what they're saying is trust the people who admitted they will lie to you if it suits their political agenda.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Been there, done that. I should make a you T-shirt know. about that. I know, <laughs> like, I know. I'm getting a cut. <laughs> we all know that, and I'm sure the people who watch this know that. So I guess that's why I say this is this is the clip for you to share. I suppose, and maybe it won't work because these people are entrenched in a cult. Maybe they don't want to accept reality. It's uh, you know, what's what's preferable: the harsh truth or the comforting lie? Sit back if you and don't know. Have Archie, it's The harsh. You know, truth. I, I view it this way: there are some people oh, who who you know they they see Dr. Fauci sitting in that rocking chair in the corner of the room, and then when the lightning flashes, there's a grotesque zombie monster face, and then that scares them, and they think, no, no, just go back to being the Fauci that will come here and cuddle me as I f- drift off to sleep with my little Fauci bobblehead and Fauci books I and brought T-shirts. You a
1: storybook.
0: Tattoo, tattoos of Fauci. They don't want to see the actual face of the man. They don't want to acknowledge yeah. the lies, the manipulation. When he was wrong every step of the way, yeah. Not, not and then only he him. says, "Well, they're criticizing science." I am sorry, uh, dude. Maybe a scientist would shut the, up if they didn't know what was actually going on.
2: Amen. Yeah, or follow the scientific <clears throat> method and decide to ask questions, which didn't even happen here. I mean, the constant communication with Bill Gates, the constant communication with Peter Dazak, the man who got the money, the man who carried out some of the experiments, the man who investigated where all of this came from, the man who was fact checking everyone on Facebook about it. I mean, my goodness. I mean, the, the layers of involvement here, the layers of profitability here, the layers that you really have to unravel here. I mean, it, it's hard for a lot of people to understand. And that's why, you know, it, it sucks because there's so many other elements of the story I want, I want to bring up. I can't. And let, me, let me.
0: So there's a story that went viral earlier today about four pilots for British Airways who died, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people started claiming they did, they died because of vaccine stuff. And there's there's no evidence suggesting that's true. British Airways issued a statement saying, "Yes, they died. They're not related." And so my question was was <clears throat> like. Is it normal for four, for, for four pilots to die in a short amount of time, like, all around each other? No, no, hold on. How many employees does the company have? The company could have, like, you know, 20,000 employees or yeah. 50,000 yeah. employees, in which case, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But the issue is, um I, I just totally lost my train of thought. What were we talking about before?
2: The corruption in really the mainstream media and how scientists were too Oh, right, 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 right.
0: It's because I was, like, I'm trying to clear my throat. Uh, Reuters writes an article debunking it and it says we reached out to british airways who confirmed that these men you know were, their deaths were unrelated and there is no talk with the government about a crisis right now our verdict is the story is false and i said well, hold on a second how do you, how are you determining it's false oh because you asked the company who was accused of malfeasance and they said they weren't doing anything wrong so they didn't do so it so that means it's true no. you see the problem with modern journalism they'll be like a story will come out. Luke Wodkowski was, was punching chickens. And then I'll be like, I don't know about that. Luke, did you punch a chicken? No. Ah, conf- it's, it's debunked. I just debunked it. He said he didn't do it. Yeah. Well, goodbye, everybody. Is the government really, you know, bombing children over in, in Pakistan? False. We asked the government and they said, no, they aren't killing children. We didn't actually investigate whether any of the claims are true. We just asked them. They said no. Yeah, Case closed. exactly. What more do you need to know? Yeah. You trust the government, right? The government says that it's law. They will if they ever Mom. lied to us. The about chicken anything. was
2: asking for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that's the name of
2: the game. You in made journalism. a reference that I beat my ch- beat. Chi- oh, on, I, I'm not even going to go there. That's I could have said you that's, you a were it, stop that's a cheap it, stop one. That's a cheap one. Stop it! Choking,
0: cranky <laughs> cranky crank yanking. Jeffrey Tubing gets his job back at CNN. Okay, how about that? At least
2: I would be up for a job at CNN if that would happen. Oh
0: my gosh! Just how about this? If you don't trust us because, you know, we're showing you this stuff and it's not good enough, just never forget that Jeffrey Tubin was cranking it in front of his, his co-workers, to his co-workers, and CNN rehired him. Yep.
2: that's
1: uh, Hey,
0: hey, and no one ever said they weren't loyal to each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Oh. That's loyalty right there. When this gets into it, I mean... Ver- unvirtuous people have great difficulty seeing the world clearly this person is influencing a lot of people clearly doesn't have a whole <coughs> lot of restraint
0: yeah I can imagine Tubin walking into CNN and then they're like what are you doing here Tubin?" and he's like let, let he who is without crank yanking no, no. uh, you know fire the first employee and they all look down and we're like rubbing their hands like that's a good point all right Jeffrey you're back in let he who's without cranking it on camera fire their said, first like, employee but,
1: but these are these are the people who rule us <laughs> i mean really they yeah. control our access to information <clears throat> they, they they decide elections the they admitted yeah. they admitted that they get together and conspire against particular candidates in time magazine they said this Bra- yeah.
2: you should you, we should we should highlight this people who eat brains and publicly jacket are the ones controlling <laughs> no. the conversation in america because of YouTube.
0: Reza Aslan yep. ate human brains yep. on CNN. Cannibals. That's, not, that's and not a joke. That's not hyperbole. Yeah, that literally literally was handed a piece of brain and he ate it.
1: Because you can disrespect the human body and human life as much as you want as long as you're being multicultural. I remember that happened and that's
0: because we asked people to share this video. Look, Reza Aslan outrages Hindus by eating human brains in CNN yeah. documentary. Reza Aslan ate human brains on TV, and they banned me for saying the wrong name? Yeah, Share that one with your friends and family. Say, hey, hey, mom, did you know that a guy in CNN was ate human brains on TV? That's not true. Yes, it is. From The Guardian. It's true. Pissed off a lot of Hindus.
2: And those are your thought leaders deciding the conversation in the United States, politically, socially. And I remember this happening, and this sticks with me so much because I remember getting my channel demonetized. And then I see CNN eating human brain on, C- on, on YouTube, <laughs> getting promoted, recommended, shared everywhere, and I'm like, I just, I just lost my livelihood, well, and CNN's getting away with eating frickin' human brain <laughs> on national television! And Are you kidding me?
1: Like, can we get these people to acknowledge that eating human brain, eating human body parts, cannibalism, is worse He's than a saying bad words?
0: Reza Aslan Like you cannibal. can you
1: can be demonetized and have your life destroyed <laughs> if you say the wrong word. Don't get me wrong, there are some ugly, horrible words. But to I was part I, of a human being on television and still have a job. I just I can't imagine <laughs> that they want to associate with that. It's insane.
0: I was talking to my friend.
1: If he had said something, offensive, he had missed if he had, mis- if and, he had and, said and, men are men, if he had said men yeah. are men and I will not call a man and address a woman, he would have lost his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just ate human brain instead.
2: And those are the scandals we know about. Imagine yes. what we don't know about that happens behind the scenes that we're not even privy to of, of even understanding. Dude, that, so, and it gets way more sicker, way more nastier than you I can will, even imagine.
0: I will take every opportunity to talk about this every time it comes up. I was talking to a friend who was like, I was like, Reza Aslan is a cannibal. She was like, he is not a cannibal. And I was like, he ate people. He ate people. He ate a piece of brain. That doesn't make him a cannibal. What? And I said, yes, it does. When you eat human, you're a cannibal. And she was like, a cannibal is someone who, like, as a practice is eating humans. I said, no, it isn't. If I, if, if, if Reza Aslan m- shot somebody in the head, he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he only did it one time.
1: Yeah, well, just say, like, if somebody said one racial slur, you wouldn't be like, they're not racist. They said one racial slur. Like, that would follow that person forever, even if they repented, which I'm also curious about. Did, Did Aslan yeah. apologize for this?
2: I don't know. I I don't think so. But also in our society, I think another thing that's making people sick is that there's no redemption. There's no way to repent. There's no way to (laughs) ask for forgiveness. You, You can't get uncancelled or unbanned in most circumstances. And because of that, I think that's also leading to this very... Uh, a fear for society that that's afraid of cancel culture because there's no way of coming back from it, and be, because of this, you know, lack of path of redemption. I think it's another aspect of why our society is in such decline as it is right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Because Reza Aslan ate human brains on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's still on YouTube.
2: It's monetized. My friends, Partners. please.
0: Here's what I'd like you to do right now. I would like you to Google search, uh, open a new tab. Don't close this one. The story and everyone share this news broadcast from the Guardian. Just search R E Z A A S L A N eats brains. Take the article, post it everywhere. Hashtag CNN. Well, and did
1: he? Brains. But there has to be. Hashtag I seen mean, I, I want to say this because because we do believe in redemption. If he actually apologizes, I would look into whether. No, he, he went nuts. He's it. nuts. He, no. he talked about punching the
0: Covington kids in the face. Yeah. This dude is unrepentant. That's horrible. You know what? I wonder That's if horrible. eating the brains is what broke him, to be honest. It could be. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't that crazy back then. Maybe it was Harambe that set him off like everybody Stop else it. that shattered <laughs> the dimensions. But he used to be like a normal guy. He was like a religious scholar. He did the show. Something happened. I want, here's, here's what I think. I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion. Everybody was trying to emulate vice. Vice was the edgy documentary, willing to do what no one else would do, the bulletproof clothing where they actually shoot the guy. You know, Ryan Duffy's wearing the, the bulletproof vest or whatever, and they shoot it. So Reza goes out in this documentary, and CNN was probably like, you got to do it. You got to eat the brain. We'll get all the ratings. We'll be the biggest. And he was like, but I don't want to eat the brain. I'm like, you have to do it if you want to be the big show and get the ratings. He eats the brains. You can't come back from that, dude. Nope. Yeah. I, I, bet, I bet he cried for like two days straight after eating brains. And it probably broke something in his own brain, where he's like, "I'm a, I'm a cannibal now." Like, he will never not be a cannibal. How do you think that that screws with you? You know what I mean? Like, the thing. Look, look, real real quick. When, when, when someone is in war or in the line of duty and they kill someone, it screws them up. That's never. That's something you never come back from. You killed a person. Reza Aslan will always be a cannibal. Always. And I'm sure. I think like. That's probably traumatized him. No, I mean that li- literally. Since then on Twitter, he has been one of the most vile and psychotic individuals calling for violence. Probably because he's, he's got very serious PTSD or trauma from being forced to eat human brain. Or I should say, not being forced, but pressured into it. Put in a situation where he was told, this is what you have to do to be in the club. And then he did it. Yeah. And then his show gets canceled anyway.
1: So what I would say is that I, believe, and, and I'll throw this out there, it is highly unlikely that Reza Aslan will ever see this, but if he does, I mean this completely, sincerely, he can move past what he did. He does not always have to be a cannibal. He can have those sins uh, forgiven by Jesus Christ if he accepts our Lord and Savior and submits to the church. I'll leave it at that.
0: What about the rest of CNN? Uh,
1: well, they could too, theoretically. I hope it happens. I'll pray for them.
0: Would, no, honest question. Though. like, What would you do if like Brian Stelter went on his show and Genuinely asked for forgiveness and announced as like, you know, that he was like not religious and. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be I think I would ecstatic. too, to be, if, to be it, honest. It,
1: and if he was actually sincere about it. So if he wasn't saying, I'm going to be religious nominally, but I won't fight for the unborn and I'll still be pushing the LGBTQ agenda, then it wouldn't really mean anything. But I, if he was actually going to walk the Christian walk and do the right thing, I would be unbelievably ecstatic. I,
0: I'll put it this way. I'm not particularly religious, but if, if someone as like unrepentant of a liar as like Stelter or Cuomo came out and like on TV and said, that they had, you know, found Jesus Christ and they were begging for forgiveness and were going to seek to be better people from now on. I, that's, that's a really great case for why people, you know, need some kind of faith for their morality. Yep. Not everybody, you know, maybe, but uh, certainly there are people who just don't care that they're burning down everything around them because they're just vile, self-interested egotists. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think that's a huge part of it, too, in this idea of mental illness. We talked about this. People not being able to see the world clearly. We have in many ways abandoned our Christian underpinnings as a society and so people no longer understand that they can be redeemed when they do something wrong. So I think what happens is someone will do something really stupid or really horrible when they're young or even many stupid and horrible things when they're young. It's not that uncommon. But they'll have to dig themselves into that lifestyle because they don't understand that that doesn't need to define them for the rest of their lives. We're told that our sexual misdeeds have to define us. You have to be proud of them, as a matter of fact. And so when somebody does something like this, they believe that they need to be attached to it for the rest of their life and they won't let go. And that makes somebody very sick. I remember there was a a beautiful episode where Fulton Sheen was talking about this, but when people cannot let go of their past, it manifests in other ways. So that's another huge part of it. You just continually wound yourself by thinking about the horrible things you've done and not acknowledging that they were horrible.
0: I I want to talk about the story with you because I think you're probably one of the, like, you'd be an expert on this subject many people wouldn't. CNN reports U.S. Catholic bishops advance communion document setting up potential rebuke of Biden. Mm -hmm. So uh, apparently Democrats are outraged that Joe Biden is like they're considering what, like excommunicating him or or what?
1: Yeah. So what the church is saying is that they are no longer they're debating, no longer allowing Joe Biden to receive the Eucharist when he approaches the altar. And there's good reason for that. It's actually pretty much what the church is supposed to do. And I'm just going to take a second here to really try to. Call myself down because it's a very important issue for me. But what the bishops are voting on here is not whether Joe Biden is a Catholic in good standing. The left sees it as the bishops voting on whether Biden is a Catholic in good standing. But that's already been decided. Joe Biden came out and said that he was pro-choice. He's come out in favor of repealing the Hyde Amendment as well. So he believes taxpayers should have to pay for abortion at the federal level. He's in favor of all of the LGBTQ agenda and everything that goes along with it. And according to Catholic teaching and Catholic thought, In order to be considered a practicing Catholic, you have to give full assent to Catholic teaching. You don't get to pick and choose which parts of it you want to believe. And the Catholic Church clearly delineates abortion is murder, must be illegal, marriage is between a man and a woman, etc. All the things that Joe Biden has rejected. And there is no distinction made in church teaching that you can have a public position and a private position. Your yes has to mean yes, and your no has to mean no. So... Joe Biden supports the slaughter of unborn well, children. We're, we're, he has we're, rejected we're. the church seating. Now, here's what I want to say about him receiving I, I, I need communion. to ask a question. Sure.
0: So you're saying that it is already clear Joe Biden is not a, uh, a Catholic in good standing? He
1: is not a practicing Catholic. That's correct. Okay. Because he does not give assent to Catholic teaching. So there are six precepts of the church. It's In order to be considered a practicing Catholic, you have to fulfill the six precepts of the church. You have to give full assent to Catholic teaching, and you have to do your best to abide by the Ten Commandments and try to repair your life whenever you break them.
0: That does not sound like Joe Biden. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) And it's not me saying, and, and one thing you're often met with is, well, you know, you're not a perfect Catholic either. Everybody sins. Christ said this, of course. But there's a difference between sinning and repenting and sinning and saying, actually, that sin wasn't a sin, and I'm going to continue to do it for the rest of my life. So what we believe as Catholics is that the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And if a person is in a state of mortal sin or they're not a Catholic in good standing, they are not allowed to receive the Eucharist because that is a grave profaning of Jesus Christ's Body, Blood, Soul, and Divinity. So bishops should not be giving him the Eucharist. In fact, they're not voting on whether or not Biden is a Catholic in good standing. Again, that's clear. They're voting on whether the Eucharist should be protected, whether the Catholic Church in the United States of America is going to say, we believe this is Jesus Christ and we are not going to allow him to be profaned. So what, and what, what, what the left has said is that this is a weaponizing of the Eucharist. In reality, what the left is attempting to do is use the Eucharist as a political tool to make it seem as if Joe Biden's positions are normal for a Catholic so that they can normalize the slaughter of unborn children and Catholic support of it. And they accuse us of weaponizing the Eucharist when they're using it as a tool to forward abortion.
0: Aren't there, aren't there already a bunch of Catholic churches that have put up Black Lives Matter signs mm-hmm. and things like that?
1: And that one's a little more morally complicated. I'm against Black Lives Matter. I don't believe Catholics should be in favor of it because it's overtly Marxist and Catholics cannot be Marxist. This is also something that's been definitively decided by the church. No one can be a, a true socialist and a Catholic in good standing that was declared, uh, I can't remember, by the Pope, but it's in an encyclical. And so I just find it interesting and very upsetting and frankly horrifying that these left-wing politicians and and many left-wing Democrats have signed a petition. So there are 60 Catholic Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives who issued a quote statement of principles. And they're saying that the U.S. bishops are, again, weaponizing the Eucharist by saying they will withhold it by Biden. By acknowledging that it's Jesus Christ and they're not supposed to be giving it to someone who rejects Catholic teaching. Re- I, re- I just want to say this. Just
0: real quick, can you define Eucharist for people who don't know what that means? Oh,
1: sure, yes. Yeah. So Eucharist, uh, actually the word means Thanksgiving, but it refers to the host at Catholic churches. So what we believe is that Christ instituted the Eucharist. He does so in Scripture and says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. And... The Eucharist appears under the properties of bread and wine. So it looks, tastes, behaves as if it's, it's bread and wine physically. But it is Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity. And this is what we believe as Catholics. So, given this is literally Jesus Christ, given scripture has literally said that you cannot receive it unworthily. And the church has always understood that to mean in a state of mortal sin or as a Catholic and not in good standing. It's a straightforward question. I mean, should he be given the Eucharist? No. I mean, to me, it's, it really is open and shut. And most traditional or Orthodox Catholic priests will tell you that it is. And I, I just want to leave you guys with this on this uh, point. The left is accusing the bishops of weaponizing the Eucharist to democratic lawmakers. These people want to believe that they can slaughter infants Monday through Saturday and then enter a church. On Sunday, and received the Eucharist, profaning Jesus Christ because killing his children wasn't enough for them. And when we say that's not allowed, we're accused of weaponizing our faith.
0: These are people who have nothing but disdain for the church, that's now right. acting all uh, offended, as though someone saying, "You're not welcome here is an affront to the left." They and don't care that they they rag on, on on Christianity in general all the time,
1: and it's not them saying, "You're not welcome here, it's them saying, by definition, you are in a state of grave sin. You are leading millions of souls astray by being the most powerful Catholic in the world politically. Obviously, the Pope's the most powerful in terms of his is, office. But Joe Biden is the most famous, most powerful geopolitical Catholic is in the Catholic? entire world. No, but he's not. He's not a practicing right. Catholic, but he's constantly referred to as one. Right. So imagine the scandal he's giving. They're not saying he shouldn't be allowed in a church. He shouldn't be allowed to pray. They're saying until you get your life together, until you start acknowledging Catholic teaching— you shouldn't call yourself a practicing Catholic. I got one, and we won't give you the got an idea. we will not profane our Lord and Savior. I just want to mention this one more thing. If this was Facebook or Twitter or Instagram saying that they were going to discriminate against a conservative politician, they'd be in favor of it. In fact, they were fine with Twitter banning the president of the United States. Whatever happened to saying this is a private organization, they can do what they want. That only applies when you're dealing with people on the right being pushed away by an organization and not a, a church defending its principles.
0: I have an idea. James Lindsay and Christopher Rufo should declare themselves to be critical race theorists. Ah, they can't be denied. Because then when they say something, and then they're like, that's not critical race theory. It's, it is. It is, because I'm a critical race theorist. And then mm-hmm. all the conservatives will be like, well, you know, James Lindsay is a critical yeah. race theorist. And so when he says that white privilege doesn't exist, well, mm-hmm. that's true.
1: Yeah. I want There's, there's one more final thing I want to say about this matter. The point of denying communion to a person is not to say we hate you. It's not to say we want you to go to hell. It's actually for that person's own sake because ideally it's a wake-up call and they modify their behavior. And also, every time you receive the Eucharist, when you're in a state of mortal sin, you commit a grave sacrilege, which is worse for your soul. So it's not us saying we hate Joe Biden. It's us saying we have principles. He's violating them. He's doing something evil. We would like for him to stop doing that evil thing.
0: Have you ever seen that meme where it's like, a, a community exists and they say, Hey, you're you're not being fair to us, let us in your community. Mm-hmm. Then once they're in they say, You should change the rules to be more accommodating to more people like us. Then they say, You're not abiding by the rules, so we're kicking you out. It's our community now. Yes. Like that that cycle. That's exactly what it is. And I that's mean, the attempt. Well, I, you look at what they're doing with the uh, uh like the leftist flags that appear at all these different churches. Like mm-hmm. uh, to me it's always rather I always see these funny posts on Reddit because young people I guess are just Really naive and want to just fit in, so they share memes of churches saying overtly leftist things and like ideology, which like completely defies church teachings.
1: And they say, "See, we owned you, Christians, because look at what this church said."
0: Look, I'm not religious. I'm just trying to point out the clear distinction between what Catholics believe, like what it means to be Catholic. And what it means to like, not be Catholic. Yeah. And I just find it funny that leftists are like, asserting that they have moral authority over the Catholic Church, even mm-hmm. though they hate the Catholic yeah, Church. Yeah, exactly. They're, co- they're two completely distinct ideologies. Yeah,
1: and, and one thing they'll do, I mentioned this, I believe, on the last show, but they'll take Catholic principles, this is what the left has done, they sort of, they sort of bastardized these principles which were much older than any of their movements and then they twisted them into something really horrible so we see this with Marx so Marx took this idea that people should be fair to their workers that people should help the poor and he removed all of the Christian metaphysics and turned it into an absolute monstrosity which is ultimately untenable and destroys societies but because he lifted those principles from Catholic thought and because you find ideas in Catholic thought like we should help the poor people should be good to their workers everyone says see Catholics should actually be Marxist no he appropriated our principles and then distorted them into something else. He took it from us. We're not taking it from him, in other words.
2: Isn't the Pope super woke now, calling for uh, essentially <laughs> a great reset as well? So I'm glad that I, you brought that he, up. He's pushing a lot of neoliberal policies. Mm-hmm. He's, he's working with uh, the Rothschilds, major banking institutions, many major corporations, literally aligning themselves Pushing for the Great Reset.
1: So that's a really good question. Yeah. I'm not as familiar with the, the things you mentioned at the I'll end. I'll send you the familiar, information please, yeah. about that. I'm familiar with more of, of the the wokeness and the accusations of being more on the left. And to be sure, yes, he, he is a church liberal. And I try to mention this to people. As Catholics, we are not bound to agree with everything that the Pope says. So in a very specific context, the Pope can add to doctrine. He cannot contradict old doctrine, but he, he can add to doctrine and... In those cases, Catholics are bound to believe, and this has never happened under Francis's pontificate. It very rarely happens. So much of what he says is not binding. None of what he has said is, frankly. but um, Or at, arguably some of the things on the death penalty, but that's a much more complex discussion. When it comes to him being on the left... I find that in some ways he's actually very surprisingly conservative. I mean, he said abortion is demonic. He talks about the devil a lot. He has called modern gender theory satanic. But when it comes to these left-wing positions or, or him saying things about, I think he, like, he's known communists who are good people. I, I, I try something like, hold on. That's I so actually really want I, yeah, <laughs> I want to make this really clear. Catholics do not have to believe in and, uh, or accept those things. I try not to go out of my way to say things that are, are negative about the Pope publicly, but when people ask, I, I do highlight that, no, these are not things that Catholics have to believe in. I think there's also something that happens in Catholic thought where many people see the church as a conservative institution. And in part, that's because the right wing is kind of all that's left sticking up for a lot of the non-negotiable principles. Again, abortion, gay marriage the family unit on uh, needing to be strong and kept intact. And so these are non-negotiables. And what people will do is they'll take left-wing positions, which are acceptable but non-negotiable, and they will act as if they're non-negotiable to balance out the right-wing perspectives because for whatever reason, they don't want to be associated with the right. And so you see a lot of that. And when they put these flags in their churches saying BLM, first of all, when they put rainbow flags in their churches, I mean, that's just outright... Horrible. There's no way you can possibly justify that. I can see a more ignorant person who isn't familiar with the Marxist thought inherent to BLM having one of those flags, thinking it's really about police brutality. Ultimately, they really should not. (laughs) <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Like, I'm oh, not, well, no, I'm, I'm not sure if that's a satisfactory answer because I'm also – I guess I'm not entirely sure what you're asking. Just were you yeah. asking if is what Pope, Pope Francis is saying changes teaching or if what he's saying is woke? Well, he's,
2: he's repeating a lot of the kind of woke doctrine. He's mm. talking about a lot of the globalist talking points when it comes to climate change. But that's not climate woke change, necessarily. That's like when more When it comes to mass migration. Uh, so yeah. so he – I mean – and there's a lot of scandals also with the Catholic Church. That, Absolutely. That, you know, and again, I don't mean to be a heretic here. No, you're not upsetting uh, me. But I. I think honest conversations are, are very important, especially with you know institutions that are bound to be corrupted yeah. and taken away from the true source. Uh, but I uh, but I, bu- I do believe about the importance of, of religion mm-hmm. is absolutely key to a society's structure, and I think the lack of of religion. Is is one of the reasons why we're facing a lot of problems in our society right now because mm. of the lack of morals and ethics that have been affecting us tremendously.
1: Yeah, I, and I think that I would. Th- there are definitely some critiques you have there that that I would absolutely agree with. And there are some horrific scandals which have taken place in the church that it, absolutely break my heart. They're unacceptable on every level. I would say that I believe in the uh, the Catholic faith, but of course that doesn't mean I, I condone everything that
0: the church has done or agree with everything Pope Francis says. Right, right. on. Well, let's see what the audience says in the super chats. So if you haven't already, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and give that like button a good tap because it really, really does help. Don't forget, go to TimCast.com, become a member, and we're going to have an episode of the Cast Castle vlog up tomorrow, 9 a.m. We are going to be hiring some more people because we want to expand the vlog to a daily vlog, which means not just once or twice a week, but literally every single day. We're going to be ramping things up. We're also bringing out an individual to help with the Paranormal Podcast. Excellent writer. Hopefully, this uh, is the right person. But we're, we're, we're getting there, man. We are – it's going to be a crazy year. We can use your support over at TimCast.com. Let's read some super chats. And also, again, smash that like button. Harry Toe says, I like Luke leaving for a while. and makes the heart grow fonder. Luke, president 2024. I can't be president. I'm Polish. but uh, <laughs> That means vice president either, right? Secretary of State. I'll take that secretary of state. You talk to Dave Smith. Uh, I should actually. That He's going to be up at Porkfest, and uh, I could be you, secretary of state. Well, but that's only like after he gets elected, right? Well, I could still like puppeteer be and
2: run around as as you know the puppet leader, just Deputy like all the other puppet leaders do anyway.
0: Michael Mouse was secretary. It's all a greatest. show.
2: It's all a show anyway. So you might as well I mean, act like wins. it's real. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dave. I'll talk to you, uh, secretary of state Radowski.
0: I'm 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 fairly confident I'll be voting for him. I love geopolitics. here, Smith.
1: Here's the thing. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if I've said this on the show, but I think it's pretty clear by anyone who listens to me. My policy for voting is always vote for the most pragmatic pro-life candidate. And so Dave Smith running is going to rip my heart to shreds because I'll be like, I really want to vote for Dave Smith, but I don't know if he has a shot. It's it's going to be tough for me because Dave Smith. I mean, I I agree with him on a lot. He's very brilliant. He's smart, um, and he's willing to speak truth very often.
0: I vote on principle. I, yeah, I no. don't vote Me too. a vote but when you vote for the lesser of two evils, you throw your vote away.
1: See, I don't know if I agree with that. I think, look, if if we vote third party and then a Democrat gets in and then they can pick Supreme Court justices in the long run, we lose. It's only because I,
0: it's only because you're, you're locked in that mentality and other people are. So I can only I can say this.
1: I think there's truth in that, too.
0: I will advocate for everyone to vote their conscience hmm. and then I will vote mine. And I just hope that, look. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna tell people this is what has to be done, I'll be the, I'll be the one standing in the front of the pack before we go charge into that battlefield.
1: Fair enough. And I'm not making a prediction by any means here, but with how horribly the ball has been dropped over the past few years, past few months really, and how insane the world has gotten as a result and even leading up to that, it's not entirely out of the question that I mean, crazier things have happened than a libertarian winning. I mean, they,
0: they, they, they did fairly well uh, last time around. Well,
1: I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to by any means, but I'm just saying it's, it's not as out of the question as it would have seemed five years ago.
0: Right. Trent Lomalino says, hey, two ideas for the site. Ian interviews with Orb, but always sidetracks to a selected topic by viewers and makes malice do, uh, and make malice do more God's mistakes. Yeah, I mean, those are great ideas, actually. That'd be that'd be awesome. Like a little, like, weekly thing from Michael if he was interested. Ray Corin says, Tim, the Western Conservative Summit with Andy Ngo and others is in Denver this weekend. BLM and Antifa have declared a counter-protest starting at 7 p.m. MST. Pay attention. Could get spicy. Likely will, man. That's, uh, that's, that's worrying. Drummerette says, Seamus, marry me.
1: Oh my gosh, Drummerette.
0: That's so sweet of
1: you. I don't know anything about you, though. Let's get to know each other first, you know?
0: James M says, Tim, you are white. If I gave you a sandwich that was 75% dookie and 25% ham, would you still call it a ham sandwich? No, I'd call it a ham and dookie sandwich. Or a dookie and ham sandwich. Right? Like, people don't say like, they, they don't say it's a turkey sandwich, they say it's a turkey with Swiss. Mm. Or it's a turkey club. Or it's a, it's a bacon, lettuce, and tomato. They don't say it's a lettuce sandwich. All right, well, first well, it's of mostly lettuce, so it's a lettuce sandwich. There's bacon on it. What, so, actually, that's an interesting question. Like, would you call it a bacon sandwich, even if it only had like, one piece of bacon? Because the bacon is the meat?
1: Well, it depends on the kind of sandwich, right? Because if you have a, a hamburger, there are many other toppings on it that you don't mention. If it's cheeseburger, all you mention is the cheese. You know, it's I've, like a, I've a, had a hamburger with lettuce and tomato and onion. Maybe at the ordering window, but no I've had it a burger eating it.
0: With, a beef, with a beef patty and a gigantic slice of pineapple on top. Mm. They didn't call it a pineapple sandwich. <laughs> they called it a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, hey, hey. All right, let's see. All right. Turk Longwell says, Tim, as people who can read words, I'm totally digging the newsroom. Cassandra is great, and the interaction is cool, too. Let's beat CNN and MSNBC. Yes. Cassandra is great. I mean, so uh, we have a story I'm super excited for. Like, We literally just got started. Cassandra just came on, and she wrote an article about uh, – so that, th- this is real journalism. People were saying that the embassy in Madrid just put up the Black Lives Matter flag. And so the, the, the premise that was being shared was that they took it down in controversy and put it back up. So I asked Cassandra. She reached out for a comment. They said it's always been up, and here are the dates of when it went up and when it'll come down. And we wrote a story about it. It's very cut and dry. Embassy in Madrid says they put the flag on May 25th, and it'll stay up until the end of Juneteenth. And that's that's the news. It's not some big sensational story. It was people who were curious about the about the Black Lives Matter flag at the embassy. We got some information. We put it up. We don't write. We didn't write in the article. We hate it. It's awful. We're so angry. We said, "Here's what happened." That's it. There you go. They don't like that because Cassandra writes real journalism. Granted, she's feisty on Twitter, but the piece speaks for itself. All right. Sean Easton says, "Hey Tim and Co, my friend's grandfather recently passed, and they have to raise money to cover funeral expenses. Could you shout out Eric Perez on GoFundMe? Also, Seamus, could you partner with Breaking in the Habit?"
1: Breaking in the Habit, I'd like to check them out. I, I I've heard the name. I can't. I know it's a, a Catholic group. I can't remember exactly what they do. Breaking is that the the monks? Um, breaking in the habit. Yes, I, I I've seen this guy. I've seen this. I I can't remember his name
0: right now. Alex says, "Tim, any plans to create an app?" I'm a member and I'd love to access some spicy Timcast.com content, but I don't get on my, my home computer often. Yes. The app will be coming, I believe, after the launch of the website, which should be in about two or three weeks. And the idea for the, for the web, for the app is that you can listen to podcast episodes in the background. So a lot of people have, not, have been asking about that because of the members only section as a video player and they want to be able to listen to it, but they don't want their phone to be on. It's like, you know what, man? We're growing quick. I think we might have like 20 employees in a week or in, in the next two or three weeks. Wow. I bet by next year we'll have close to a hundred. No joke. Maybe, maybe. That's bold, that's a bold statement, but maybe, maybe double, maybe 40 employees by then.
1: Speaking of employees, uh, can we solicit, uh, artists again for the game? I'm not sure how many responses we got last time, but it couldn't be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And I,
0: I put up a little clip of it on, uh, Instagram. People awesome. Can see a little, a little yeah. Bit.
1: If you've seen any of my work at Freedom Tunes, uh, and you think you could emulate that and you have some experience with animation, please send an email to jobs at timcast.com. And if you haven't seen my work at Freedom Tunes, go watch my work at Freedom Tunes right now. We're at 649,000 subscribers, almost 650,000. Let's get there.
0: Thank you. I love you. The Diary of a Buff Weeb says, Hey, Seamus's wife applicant here sent into Jobs and Pitch. Hope he don't mind a 27-year-old male. But really, <laughs> send an application. I do, but... <laughs> Austin Light, illustrator, designer, photography experience, etc. Ah, oh, beautiful. Yeah, go.
1: we'll check it out. Thank you
0: travis teague says the gulags will at least will at least be diverse with literally everyone locked up in them see you there everybody i don't have the words to explain this absurdity actually i'm speechless just uh just like michael Knowles' new book speechless joe sullivan says i think the further left of left would be the alt-left i don't know what's further than centralized economy ai economy
1: i have no idea yeah, defining the left, it, it, it's, it's notoriously difficult.
0: Patriot American says, I think the Civil War will look like the video game The Division. I, I agree. Have you guys ever seen The Division? No. Nope. It's basically like in the first one, there's, I think, was it four or five different factions mm-hmm. that are fighting over New York, basically. Mm. So you have a paramilitary group, which is just like they're were, they were, they were paramilitary. They contracted the government. When the government fell into shambles, they just went totally independent. And so they're doing their thing, securing the areas and asserting themselves. Then there's, like, the fire, man, I forgot what it's called. It's been a while since I played it. But it's a bunch of, like, old firefighters who go around, like, they just start, they form a faction. Then there's you know, there's, like, just different factions. It's interesting. All right. Zach, 2007, says, What is your opinion about an Asian guy living in Florida wearing anti-BLM apparel? Can't exercise your First Amendment without protection of the Second. I suppose I I don't know uh, I got no opinion really on that. If you want to wear the shirt, by all means wear the shirt. Whatever, you know. Thanks for the super chat, Tom. Me, honor logic says you guys have seen the dark side of Canada, but not everyone is like that. Now that Martines, uh, what does it say? Martines have opened up almost back to normal to to uh, almost back to normal, being led by the prov- province. What you Yanks call states, New Brunswick opening to all of Canada. Interesting. De Stoic says, hey, gang, I want a second opinion. I'm currently enlisting in the military. I know I have the moral integrity to not be influenced by CRT, but everyone, even John Doyle, stresses not to join. Should I? I'd say no.
1: Yes. For, oh, no. I was going to say first, I'd say right? don't enlist. Yeah.
0: You know, go to college, get a degree, and then, you know, try and get uh, a commission or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so don't, don't go to college. Uh,
2: and most of my friends good who going. went into the military I regret it. Yes. Um, me too. So,
1: yeah, a very, very good friend of mine. I've mentioned this before. My best bud fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he was in the National Guard until recently, and he just said he he couldn't keep supporting the United States government and its foreign policy, so he's not joining. And I know you you might feel as if you are stronger than to be influenced by those around you, and and with all due respect, that might be a bit naive.
0: You know, I can just imagine, like, when you're going through basic training these days— and they're like, wipe that smug white privilege off your face, <laughs> private or whatever. You know, get down on the ground and give me push-ups or something. Mm-hmm. But you'll Not have like safe spaces
2: like at least, right?
0: They actually, actually, actually thing, I'm, uh, you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. It's right? gonna be it's gonna be the exact exop- exact opposite. You get
2: pacifiers and yeah, probably the, diapers. The, 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 and there's gonna be like, naps. you know,
0: some dudes gonna do something wrong, and he's gonna be like, is there a problem? Do you need a safe space? <laughs> yes, yes drill sergeant. Oh, okay. All right. It's right over here, guys. I'm so sorry. Is everybody all right? We, we everybody come inside. We got Coco and we got beanbags. We're watching Ratatouille this time. Got therapy dogs. Therapy dogs. Everyone's just like overweight. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, what, what show was it where, was it South Park? No, 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 where the, uh, the, it was like very obviously Chinese spies wearing wigs. That's American Dad. That's American Dad. They were like, they're trying to find the Chinese spies in the CIA. And there was a guy <laughs> named, like, Bill American or something. And it was a Chinese guy with a blonde wig on. <laughs> hilarious. And they kept asking for the nuclear launch codes. <laughs> he was just trying
1: to get in on White Boy Summer, man.
0: Yeah, that's right. All right. Caleb BW says Texas for the win. Today, they officially became a 2A sanctuary state and put a. Su- Put a suppressor protection in place for suppressors made in Texas. Sold the Texans. NFA doesn't apply in the last two years. They've signed 17 two-way protection bills in, uh, I'm moving, Is it, do you mean I'm moving soon? That's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Can I also say this?
1: This is one of the first things in a long time that I've seen conservatives brand effectively, this idea of like sanctuary states for guns or sanctuary cities for guns, because the left constantly violates federal law by having these sanctuary cities. And then when Republicans say we just don't want to follow the law when it comes to guns in our states, they sort of clutch their pearls. But if you're already branding it as a sanctuary city, it doesn't allow them to pretend they're not doing the same thing.
0: Yep. All right. Zoa, uh, Noah Zork says, Tim Poole is not giving financial advice, but you should buy some Bitcoin right now (laughs) in 3, 2, 1. That was actually me reading a quote. I did not tell you to buy Bitcoin, although I personally love buying lots and lots of Bitcoin.
1: Let me see what it's at right now. All right.
0: Benjamin Offerill says, Tim, I was a union employee directly employed by the union until they decided all their employees must, uh, employees be vaccinated. I do not currently agree with taking the shot, so I left. How does a labor union make medical decisions for one of their own? It's insanity. Uh, it's not insanity. the The Supreme Court, I believe, has repeatedly ruled that employers can require vaccinations. That's it. That's it. So I, I guess the the thing is, it's it's a market decision at this point. If you're not happy with it, then you leave and see if 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 they're willing to uh, amend. You know,
1: what would happen if the bishops denied communion to people who weren't vaccinated? Do you think they'd be in favor of that? Do you think the left would care? They would. I'm being facetious. If if the bishops
0: came yeah. out right now and said they would give the if they said the opposite the left would freak out
1: but if they were like you can't come to our church it's too much of a public health risk you can't come to church without a a vaccine i'm sure the left would have zero problem with that
0: some people are saying things about michael malice and not letting him leave the show (laughs) he's great we love him he's funny
1: yeah i got to meet him for the first time yesterday it was great really cool guy
0: jay murr says homeless NCA. the bulk of them are how tim described they don't want help and can't be helped The alcoholics have become a major safety hazard. They assault nurses and people who refuse to give them money. Mm. I read a a chapter of Michael's book last night. It was fun. It was an essay by a French anarchist. And so uh, after the show wrapped, I just read through this chapter. And it's going to be on the audiobook version. And I I guess it's getting a bunch of really great people to read chapters. So it'll be really interesting to hear all of these people reading anarchist uh, chapters of the book. I would would love it if you could get like Andy No or Jack Posobiec. Just because it would be, like, really interesting to see them, like, reading an essay from an anarchist. Mm. <laughs> they might explode. <laughs> 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 I can't fathom. them. Sonny James says, please, left or right, look up externalization of the hierarchy. When they lay their plans on the table like Gates or Klaus Schwab, but you're the conspiracy theorist because you report on it negatively. That is called externalization of the hierarchy that's really really funny actually you know it's like uh the the world economic forum says the great reset their plan and the new york times right next to it the great reset is a conspiracy theory don't believe it it's okay okay what do we got here brian said brian cox says tim have you ever seen or read the return of the dark knight it's a batman story written by frank miller way back in 1985 the modern day parallels are scary it's worth checking out cool Koof says, kind of stoned, started listening on my PC, went to park with my dog wearing wireless headphones, came home, saw my PC video, was perfectly timed with audio from headphones, thought I was hearing Luke in my mind. I'm fine. (laughs) There you go. Make1984Fiction again says, I highly encourage each and every one of you to watch the Joe Rogan with Kyle Kalinske from yesterday and his opening points. They started talking about politics and opened with homeless people versus empty house. Pure AOC really? politics for children. Wait, Kyle Kalinske was saying that and Rogan? Yeah, I'm curious to uh, Joe, if you're hearing this, I worked for a homeless shelter network, and I can tell you a lot about the problems we faced and why we could not end homelessness. And I will tell you absolutely why taking a homeless person and putting them in a house would require force because they won't do it and it would also result in severe harm to the homeless person because when you're dealing with people who are mentally ill, alcoholic, or just outright struggling. What happens is you put them in this empty home. You you got to do it's it's way more than that. It is childish to be like we've got 10 empty homes and five homeless people. Put them in the house. You need furniture. You need electricity. You need utilities. You need things to be cleaned. Have you ever seen what a college dorm looks like? Yes. And that's when the college kids actually still have an interest in having it somewhat be presentable. Yes. You can't take people who are mentally ill and suffering and just put them in a box and walk away. It requires constant maintenance. If you have a hundred homeless people and you put them in a hundred houses, you will need a hundred staff members. Yes, I
1: it's literally, just not possible. I literally know a homeless guy who had happened to who was put in the house exactly. Them. He 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 found a place to live. He was given a place with with government assistance, but. Unfortunately, many, many problems ensued. I don't want to get too into detail out of respect for him, but it's not as simple as just putting people in a house. It's, it's not, not. And and, and
0: theoretically, if you, there, there's like potentially a way to do it, um, they tried doing a large housing project in, in L.A., but the Democrats voted all against it. The supermajority in L.A. said, no, not in my backyard, because <laughs> what happens is homeless people. Are homeless for a variety of reasons, and often it's because they re- reject any kind of, of support. Some people do. They're, they're legit people who are like working a job, lost yeah. their job, and are homeless and t- desperately trying to get back on their feet. Yeah. This is the assumption that's made by many leftists. It's a guy, or, you know, he lost his job and he got kicked out of his house. That, 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 that exists. We've dealt with those people. They're very, very easy to help and, and get out of their problem, and that's why you don't need to put them in a home. When we interacted with people who were in those situations, they were homeless for about a week. We found them. We said, we've got a bed for you. They said, thank you so much. Within a week, they had a job, and then we helped them get an apartment, and that was it, and they were doing great. Mm-hmm. People fall on hard times. We helped them with government assistance. We're good. But the majority were unwell or would outright be like,
3: get away from me. Don't you come near me. I'm
0: what? You can't do anything. So you can put them in houses. Then you need someone to spend about an hour every day cleaning and maintaining the house, checking electrical, making sure the house is going to burn down, making sure they're not doing harmful things in the house. It, it, it's, it, it's extremely expensive. And it was hard enough for these homeless shelters, these nonprofits to sustain what they currently had, let alone to be able to take the tens or hundreds of thousands of homeless people and just put them in empty homes. It is like a child saying the government can just give people money and then everyone's rich. It's like that woman on CNN who was like, Michael Bloomberg spent 500 million dollars on this, uh, on this election cycle. He could have given everybody a million (laughs) dollars.
2: They they literally don't know anything about numbers. And And they're not dealing with the, with the cause of this problem, which is the mental health crisis, which keeps increasing in velocity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's, it's,
0: it's, it's brutal, man.
1: And I think a huge issue is, is people's aversion to examining solutions that could work at the community level it almost seems as if people would rather have a failure at the federal level than a success at the local level because they're unwilling to accept anything that doesn't attempt to tackle the entire problem but there is no one-size-fits-all solution to it
0: with all due respect to to kyle kolinsky because I, I i think he's a good dude you know when when uh, he I, I said something that it was dumb oh jacobin magazine when, when like when i when i walked into that one thinking they were serious and his criticism of me was was actually really funny. He was like, "Tim, come on, man!" And I was like, "No, you got me. I know. I thought it was real." Um, but like, this this is on par with Kyle. Uh, so I haven't heard what he said about about homeless people. But operating under the assumption that it's the same line of, "Hey, we got empty houses, and homeless people put them in the houses." Uh, it's this. It's similar to when he was flying in the plane and he looked down and said, "I wonder why it looks this way." And he was looking at farms, and I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm saying it to point out that there are many people who are on the younger side. Who don't understand the greater view of economics and the shape of this country and why it exists the way it does, but are very, very opinionated. This is why I'm rather milked on a lot of policy positions, because I'm like, I can't see everything. But I can tell you this, having worked in homeless shelters, I have a lot of experience in this, and I can tell you why that doesn't work. I, I want to I solve the problem, man. Yeah. I want to help these people. But it's really hard to do when leftist organizations come and push policy that just burns the whole thing to the ground because their children have never seen a farm before.
1: I think often when when you don't side on a particular topic, I've just noticed, I think it's because you recognize the principle of subsidiarity in some way. Because you – and I think I'm the same way on the – maybe federal level when it comes to the local level i have very very strong opinions on what needs to happen and even at the state level but when you zoom out to the federal level it's really difficult to pick which policy is going to work for everybody so
0: well this is interesting in reference to the the show the stand the mad machina says there are no orgies or drug drug use in the book. in fact a guy gets crucified by flag for using drugs people barely drink for fear of saying blasphemies interesting mm. flag is uh basically the devil i think well i'm watching the show i haven't seen the i haven't read the book so but he's like the leader of the other faction that's really really interesting so pretty uh, sure they were they do drugs in, in the show like they just yeah tons of drugs
1: so stephen king didn't write it so that the bad guys were sexually corrupt steve i guess
0: not that means it's a it's modern a it's a yeah that, that means it's modern yeah is yeah. does that mean exactly. that it's like it's a shock you want to subscribe to paramount now <laughs> i don't know i thought it was interesting because i was like Everything they're doing is what the left has been saying is a good thing. And they're associating it with the bad guys. It's kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not something you'd expect in this, like, modern m- media era. All right. Kate Lorraine says, Biden is no example of a man of God. My parents got divorced and my mom had to go through classes, etc. to be able to receive the blood and the body. Interesting.
2: God bless your mother.
0: Whoa! 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 Wait—is this true? Thomas S says Dave Portnoy has yeah. been kicked off Twitter. H-
2: he has correct. been. I've been as soon as we started the show. There was also photos of him hanging out with Jack Dorsey going around. What? And uh, and some comments he made about his m- male parts on someone else's. Uh, he's I, back I, I, though, right? I don't know, but I, I saw him back? being. I saw, I saw him. Back. I saw him uh, taking off when we started the show. <laughs> I was going to bring it up, but then I or forgot. He's back
0: oh sure man,
4: he's,
0: back. he's a funny guy. All right. Alternative JK90 says this one goes to Seamus. since you impersonated Tim a while back. Can you impersonate Luke?
1: I don't think I have a Luke impression yet. Okay, we have to we'll give work it some on time. That. I've got to spend a just little bit. Just say more time around both
0: it. instead of both. Both. Both.
1: Both. both yeah. I, both. I know, like the HD switch. It's all right. We got that a lot in the Chicago area too. It's Brooklyn. Both. Like over there instead of over there. <laughs> Luke's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like both of them are over there.
0: All right, that's, that's my
1: Luke impression so okay. far. We'll get them.
0: <laughs> Marson says, Hey, I'm in PA and literally every business from small, local, to big chains have, we are hiring signs. This week, local bars closed till tonight because of the staff shortage and gas stations have those flying flag signs buy Bitcoin here. Great reset. Mm-hmm. What if Bitcoin was part of the great reset the whole time? Could be. It's a global currency. Could be a honeypot.
1: They fooled all the small government people into buying into
0: it. Hey, that's good news. You know why? If the, if the the If the plan all along was that Bitcoin would be the currency after the Great Reset, I'm even more confident in my investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. We, we will be the global elites. What did, what did Max tweet out? Something like, if institutions just invested 5%, a Bitcoin would hit $500,000. Think about it. There's a finite number of Bitcoin, yeah. mm-hmm. amount of Bitcoins. If every major banking institution wanted to hold a small bit to be safe... The price of bitcoin would hit half a mil to a million dollars know nope. because so, they'd have to buy them that'd be huge i look at bitcoin just like a savings account yeah honestly and i'm like because that's I, not financial advice and for me personally i'm saying
2: yeah, a lot of people have lost their bitcoin and a, a huge portion of it is in wallets that the private keys
0: are lost permanently and will never be found john Kristen says please have vosh back on with james Lindsay to discuss critical race theory we are actually trying to find a good person to bring on because vosh has agreed to come back on and uh, that would be awesome. I think I, I had a great time with him last time. I think I, I screwed up a bunch you know I think I got him on some things. I think we had a good discussion and went on for like four hours. Uh, I here's what I want to avoid. I don't want to do any kind of like bring on the expert to crush Vosh. Haha. No, I want to have like a legit conversation and I don't want to like overwhelm him. So I was like, if there's someone you think would be good that you wanted to bring and then I would find somebody that way it's like we have this bigger conversation to be awesome. Um I don't know who it will be. I don't think it will be James Lindsay. But uh we are trying to we're we're going to try and figure it out. We have a bunch of really awesome people coming up the next week as well. And uh what we're trying to do now is this like kind of sort of crossfire thing i want to get people who don't normally interact to interact so maybe someone who's like big on bitcoin talking with someone who's very anti-critical race theory it's not something you normally see and then have these conversations just to see how they flesh out for people who you know aren't familiar it'll be fun all right let's see we'll do a couple more ammo Adams says in the stand there is no drug usage in flags area he wanted his followers coherent then destroyed them remind you of communism interesting hmm I I uh, I think it's really fascinating the 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 uh, the view of the like the the very black and white good and evil of of how they're doing it with the devil and God, right? Sonny James says I think they want to automate the ish out of my job, out of any job. Mm. But like Ray Kurzweil warned, AGI won't align with human values. Why should they? What other species extincts themselves? Automation is death, in my opinion. Yeah, what will happen is. We'll program an AI and it will do things you don't realize. It will create a system you don't understand. So here's the way I explain an AI future. You will wake up one day and you'll make your coffee and then you'll walk to your front door and then your phone will buzz and it'll say jump three times. And then you'll jump three times and then it'll go bling and it'll look like Bitcoin deposited in your account. And you're just like, huh. Then you'll be walking down the street going to your friend's house and it'll say "Spin, spin around counterclockwise twice and you will. And then it'll go bling Bitcoin deposited. And you're like, I have no idea why why that is. Then you'll be walking and it'll say, look to your left, there's a box. Open it. And there'll be a strange mechanical device. And then it'll say, before you know, before you turn left at the next block, hand it to the person who walks past you. And you'll walk over and you'll hand it to them and they'll walk away and then you'll get Bitcoin deposited. The AI knows what each of these actions did and how it plays into the bigger picture and how it helped it. It's extremely efficient. You don't. You're confused and you don't care. I jumped three times. I don't know. No idea. No idea why I did that. Got some Bitcoin though. And then you get paid to do it. So your jobs would make no sense. The most efficient way to get a job done isn't to have one person go to the factory and do all these things. It would be to have a completely decentralized system where everyone does a little bit of it throughout the day. So the AI would dramatically transform the economy. And unfortunately for us, we could assume all those things made sense, but they also might not they might just not make sense. Yeah,
1: I, I actually I, I disagree here. I think that it can be less efficient to break things up to a level that small because once people no longer see the purpose of what they're doing, they're less likely to put their best effort in.
0: I disagree. The it'll the AI is going to manipulate us like social media. You're uh. gonna get you're gonna get likes and rewards. It's going to be like, you earned 25 experience points. And then it'll yeah. be like, once you get to level 100, you'll earn this. And they go, ooh, I wanna, what, what do I got to do to level 100? And it's like, quick, pick up that rock, run 10 feet, and throw it as far as you can. And then you're like, okay, and then you do. And then the rock lands perfectly in this field of rocks where a guy's picking up rocks and throwing them into a, a grinding machine you know, to make like powder or whatever. And it's like, you won't even realize. You'll be driving your car, and then it'll say, new task, pick up this man. And it'll show a picture of a guy. And then you'll just pull over and the guy's phone, the, the guy will look at his phone and it'll say, get in this man's car. And you will go, okay. And they'll get in and you'll have no idea what you're doing or why.
1: This is a good story idea. You're giving Black Mirror free ideas right now. That's,
0: but, uh, but, but it's literally that's what it would be.
1: No, I think it's interesting. We look, want to see it fleshed out.
0: We look how AI organizes things and you don't understand it. Yeah. It's solving it on its own. Yeah. So the individual will be totally clueless to it. But anyway, my friends, man, thanks for, uh, Makes, thanks for hanging out uh, for this Friday night session. White boy summer. Friday night <laughs> live is coming soon, but uh, there's like business requirements for having in-person events, which we're like stuck on, and it's really frustrating. But uh, just to put it simply, if you want people to physically come to a location, there are like legal restrictions for that. So it's like we got to deal with that. And I'm I can't believe it's already June half, June and a half. I and know we, we, we were trying to do this in March, so I apologize, but uh, we're working on it. Go to YouTube.com slash CastCastle tomorrow at 9 a.m. We have a vlog episode coming up. And, uh, Andreas did the Blazing Wings challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. I thought he was – I'm not kidding. I thought he was going to drop to the floor. His his eyes turn like, <laughs> black. His face is white. His, like, that. mouth is covered in red. He's crying. He's like <laughs> – Wow. That was fun. Uh, good job, Andreas. He did it, though. He won. He gets his name on the board and everything now. So that's at the vlog. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Timcast IRL. Uh, help share share our videos. Become a member at TimCast.com to support our journalism. We're going to be hiring a ton of people. New journalists are on the way here already. Paranormal articles are coming up soon. The relaunch of the website is in a few weeks. I'm so excited for the paranormal section of this site. It's going to be fantastic. And then from that, we're going to do the paranormal podcast. It's going to be awesome. I'm stoked. You can follow me personally at TimCast and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, you guys want to, Luke, you got shirts or something? Hey,
2: like? hey just really quick. I, we talked about the factors that made people crazy. We never talked about the solutions, so I'm just going to ramble some you of guys them off. You just don't get to know. Turn <laughs> on. You're all insane forever. Uh, no, turn off the mainstream media. <laughs> try to eat natural, organic diets. Get exercise. Make friends in real life. Meditate. Go out there in nature. Hormonize your body with what's out there, your source, your creator. Buy a shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com, like the there. ones that I'm wearing right now, which will help you make friends very easily, especially if you're in supermarkets or other public areas and sign up on lukeuncensored.com where we could actually have more of an honest bigger conversation so yeah those are my lists i think
1: those are those are really great steps to take to improve your life i would boil it down to one thing just go to patreon.com slash freedom tunes donate no check out the youtube (laughs) channel youtube.com slash freedom tunes we're almost to six hundred fifty thousand. if you guys want to subscribe very excited about this we release a cartoon every week sometimes too And
4: if you guys would like to follow me at Sour Patch Lids on Twitter, you may do so in my quest to surpass Sour Patch Kids in follower count. I'm really looking forward to that day.
0: Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Again, TimCast.com. Become a member. I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks we start doing the paranormal stuff because that's going to be – we're going to have like one dedicated writer who's doing research on – it's not. It's not. I don't want to overemphasize paranormal. It's not just like writing about ghosts. It's literally like you know a, a creepy story about a, like you know uh, an old millionaire or like an old wealthy lord in Europe who is like kidnapping people. Just like creepy stories, mysteries, unsolved things. A lot of modern stuff, and that's what we want. The, the podcast will focus on a lot of modern and and ancient stuff, and just just general. I I wanna, I wanna explore the unknown of the world and, and, and see that mystery outside of politics and pop culture and stuff. You
1: know what I'd recommend to you, actually, and your audience? This, this would be a bit different from what you're doing because it does come at it from a Catholic perspective, but there's a podcast called Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World where he goes through a lot of urban legends and different mysteries and conspiracy theories and he, the he analyzes them very deeply and has a, a very, um, level-headed approach.
0: Yeah, that's the, kind of what we want to do, you know, and we'll, like, we, we want to get a, a, a audio editor to do creepy sounds and have it be fun. So that's with your support at timcast.com, but don't forget, go to youtube.com slash cast castle, subscribe, The new vlog will be up tomorrow at 9 a.m. But hey, if you guys want to see me firing the SIG M400 or the Barrett M82, those are up on that channel as well. So thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all on the vlog tomorrow. Bye
3: guys.